start in New Orleans, Louisiana, where Kurt looks for a big easy win over our esteemed bachelor and co-host, Poe. Jared, big titty golf girl, had Coach Curtis all worked up, giving him both 21 points and a boner. Speaking of emo erections, Mike Evans Essence had to wake Poe up, wake me up inside, I can't wake up, wake me up and save me, as 26 points did appear to save this squad from the nothing they've become. But in the end, it wouldn't be enough as TJ Hawkinson had his fourth one good week of the year and it looks like that potake is aging like Gary Busey soaking in a milk jacuzzi. Kurt 142, Poe 136. Fumble! Up next, a rematch of Super Bowl 56 ensues as Trav heads to Hamilton to face off with Team Troy. Miles Colonel Sanders swapped out his shit chicken for a chicken shit performance Thursday night, giving Troy just three points in exchange for three hours of his life he's never getting back. Meanwhile, Brian Craig Robinson hopped in his hot tub time machine to return to his pre-bullet hole form, scoring 27 points for Team Trav. Earlier in the week, the first non-controversial trade in league history netted Troy 37 points via the QB of America's team. But in the end, it was Trav living the American dream as it continues to Chris God win, win, win no matter what, even if he still doesn't know how to add up a defensive scoring. Trav 135, Troy 113. Whoop, whoop! Next up. Husser and the birds fly south for the bye week, looking to crash Mother's honeymoon and save their season. After spending months scouring the waiver wire for receivers, Muller finally decided, Dude, you're getting the Dell! Tank, that is, as the rookie wide out added 19 points Sunday. Meanwhile, 32 from Cooks is the most Husser's gotten from a Brandon spelt with an I since the night prior when he and the rest of Team Groom hit the strip club. Ooh. In the end, Trey Danny McBride was drinking green tea all goddamn day as his 23 points brought the demons out of Muller and put Husser on borrowed demon time. Muller won 48, Husser won 35. Some spread. Up next, the wildcard race heats up as Proc and Wells tango for a spot in the dance. In a touching tribute to Belmar Troy, Wells deployed the infamous double tight end strategy, which yielded its usual horrific results, eight points from two players. But Lord knows that won't stop one of you bozos from giving it a shot next year. But much like Poe at a bake sale, Brock had plenty of duds to go around, as Derek Thierry Henry and Deontay Magic Johnson serve as nothing but name recognition at this point in their careers. Despite these lame efforts, in the end, Dave Keenan Allen's 40 points put a cease and desist on any and all of Wells' victory-related activities. Proc 115, Wells 85, the Raiders. Next up, Rasp heads to the desert to go sandstorm watching, as the reigning champ looks to continue his late-season surge. An order of 18 from Rashad Whitecastle continues to satisfy Steve's cravings for an RB2 as he looks to build a complete case for the last wildcard spot. However, Devin Hester Singletary is a return to a bad lineup specialist, and his 23 points from the flex kept Rasp afloat. Should be in Canton, boom. But just ask any youngster on Tatooine about the dangers of a sandstorm and they'll tell you. Sandstorms are very, very dangerous. And so is C.D. Lambeau Calrissian, who betrayed longtime friend Rasp by scoring the 40 points that ended up being the difference. Sandstorm 138, Rasp 96. Huh? 
As always, we finish up with the fraud of frauds, Corey taking on a real North Jersey legend, me. Jalen Elizabeth Warren may only be 1% Native American, but he is 100% dog as the Death Beast scored 19 points in the flex. However, Corey's Detroit duo had a lion's share of the offense against the shitty Chargers as St. Brown and Gibbs went for 56, putting this one well out of reach. The last gasp from my Buffalo Bills turned out to be a whimper as Stefan's brothers continues to digs it up on Twitter, leading me to make the executive decision to fire their OC. Hey Ken, yeah boom? Not you, Tej. Hey Ken, don't let the Dorsey hit you on the way out. Corey 135, me 83. And that is week 10. Bo, how we doing? Welcome back. Doing good. Doing good. Back from New Orleans. And uh, I thought we weren't going to get political with the show with that Jalen Warren uh, kind of diss there at the end. I honestly don't even know what party she is. <laughs> I, just, I, I know nothing about her. That, <laughs> I just remember that being a meme. I was dying laughing. So I don't know if I pissed off Troy or if I pissed off you. That's I, I don't that know happened. which side. <laughs> I That's something I you would hear there. in uh like a PMT. Well, <laughs> yeah. and that was good. <laughs> but yeah, we're doing good. We're nursing uh, a two-day hangover at this point. I got back from... We had the smart idea of flying back Monday to save a shit ton of money on our flights, and I didn't get back last night till like 11, because I had to drive all the way to North Jersey, and North Jersey decided that the parkway was going to shut down four lanes and it was just bumper to bumper traffic all the way up to Montclair. I've, I actually dropped my buddy off who lives down the street from you. I was going to say, why are you Because he drove, we flew into Philly because Newark airport was insane how expensive it was to fly out there. So like, yeah, just sat in traffic all day yesterday and I told work today, I was like, I'm fucking working from home. I'm not coming to the fucking office today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they understand post-batch there, but... Yeah, yeah. I, I literally said, I was like, I was just in New Orleans. I'm not coming in today. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. as good a reason as any. But yeah, um, while you were away, I know you haven't listened yet, but um, Ras did a nice, admirable job filling in, so kudos to him. And he also gave you an 8-1 and one, uh, record in the pick'em. Unfortunately, I also scored eight once. So you made up no ground whatsoever. I like. I was like, because Ras was chirping about how well he was doing the whole weekend. I was like, fuck yeah, because like Saturday or uh, Sunday, we were kind of doing shit like all day. We watched like some of the games, but like I wasn't really paying that much attention to a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And I just kept he kept chirping that he was doing so well in the pick'em, and I'm just like, oh maybe, maybe I can come back this week if he has a huge week. And then you had an equally huge week, and. The updated records are as follows, which you are at 51, 38, and 1, which is honestly an insanely good record. Like, I would not have expected either of us to be... You're, you're 13 games over 500. The money line fantasy pickums are not exactly an indication of... No, but your your betting record isn't bad either. Um, well, yeah, I'm sharp as hell. Your... Let me see what your betting record is. Your... 14 and 10 i think on the year which isn't bad at all so yeah i'm i'm sitting at 41 48 and one so still a solid 10 games back um with only four weeks left to play so 
I know Rass might have been in lockstep with you last week, but this is going to be Fade City today. It's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be Fade City. I just got to go opposite of you every single time. Unless it's a terrible pick. Like, I'm definitely not picking Troy, no matter what. So, (laughs) Fair (laughs) enough. Fair enough. Um, So, yeah, so we are recording this a little early. So, I know waivers haven't gone through and lineups aren't going to be set. What we're basically going to be doing, we're at the same level of disadvantage each way. So, I mean... We're going to be doing our best predicting the winners, but um, it's not going to be a perfect practice, I'd say. So, And we... I don't think there's really anybody out there on waivers who's going to go for a lot this week. Like, Correct. if you just look at... If you look at our waiver wire, it's full of just kind of bums and, like, Giants players. So, <laughs> yeah. bums. So, so bums. Uh, yeah. The one thing to note, though, is this is the last week before the deadline, so maybe some big splashes. I know me personally, I'm, I'm going to be working the trade lines this week. So, Oh, shocker. <laughs> if everyone on the team is available, including Diggs and Allen. Just know I want a star player in return for either one of them, but my line is open and hit me up, guys. I'm ready to deal. Yeah, the only person on my team up for grabs is Zay Flowers. I'm sure your uh, your phone's going to be ringing off the hook for that one. <laughs> Who knows? I might be able to get something. We'll see. Um, let's start with the let's go to the South Jersey matchup. We'll start with Wells and Husser to start. Um, for the time being, we got Sam Howell against the Giants, and then Jordan Love ooh, against the Chargers. I mean, well, I think I think because I texted in the group to set your lineup that Husser was just like, "Oh, let me take." In all my worst players and put them in because i'm a cocksucker like always okay. so <laughs> that, that yeah. makes sense i guess yeah. just start sam howell i mean the, the the commanders like we beat them and then now we're 10 point dogs because tommy devito but it's like sam howell wasn't good against us but also sam howell's been good against everyone else so i mean what are your thoughts going into this game he's obviously going to possess the ball a shit ton but we kind of were just punting the ball to win last time and he scored seven points so do you expect a yeah, bigger I, game? I definitely expect a bigger game just because the issue right now with our defense that our offense, the inability of them to drive the football down the field is leaving the defense on the field so much of the game. We're getting killed that it's just like it, it's he should have a good game. We're dealing with a lot of injuries. And how many corners did we lose in the last game? A few guys got hurt, didn't they? I had to turn it off. Like, I had to turn it off. It was a great feeling, not being emotionally invested <laughs> we could just yeah auto sim and lose and i'm just like okay seven more let's go i mean if you look at his year to date right the literal outlier games are the giants and the bills every other week this guy has been a fucking stud um he's leading the league in passing yards and the giants have for all intents and purposes entered complete tanking mode um Players don't tank, I'm not though. Gonna, they always say. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're playing that's what for they their always jobs. say, but it, it's hard to watch the Giants the last two weeks just get absolutely smacked around by the Raiders. And their starting time, it's just bad. And Stan Howell has shown that he's kind of got it. And last week against Seattle, he had some pretty fucking good throws, and he looked really good in clutch moments. So, yeah, yeah I think he's a really good start this week. And... To be honest, uh, I'd probably take him over any quarterback that Hoster chooses between Jordan Love, Purdy, or Justin Fields. Yeah, that'll be interesting what he does decides to do with Fields. I imagine you don't rush him back against Detroit. I think Purdy's probably the play. I mean, San Fran did fully bounce back, it seems like, last week. 
Uh, they put a. I think Jordan Love definitely goes. isn't staying in. You got to take Jordan Love out. Jordan right? Love's so, terrible. So this is a Fields versus Purdy discussion, and I and think I, I one hundred percent agree with you. Yeah, I, I would agree. So we'll see. If I makes... was shocked that the Forty ers went on the road and kind of boat raced the Jaguars last week. Purdy looked really comfortable. Mm-hmm. He they kind of just played their game. Um, it's going to be. I would expect it to be similar against Tampa Bay, right? Like Tampa Bay's rushing Tampa's defense is no good, good, but I the, don't think they, yeah, they're bottom six against the quarterback position this year and fantasy points against. Um, so I, I think Purdy is probably the guy he should go with this week. Yeah, I feel that as well. And then just one quick note: I just realized Husser's three and seven and probably dead. Um, so that's yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. So, and his team isn't that bad. He just doesn't know what players are star, and he just has terrible kind of luck with the points in the points against category, if I believe. Yeah, so, so. Better, better luck next year, Tom. Um, yeah, he's got the third most points against right now, and he's top. He's holy shit. He's he's number three in points four, and he's three and seven. <laughs> He's just a classic idiot. Nothing he could oh, do. Oh man! Oh man, Tom. So let's get, let's get to the running. Play backs. better defense. Uh, Wells is going to have Josh Jacobs. He's got Stevenson on the bye, so you assume Kareem Hunt pops in here. Um, Kareem Hunt, you were voicing your frustrations about the goal line carries. I, I think they're still going to be there. And then we've yeah. seen Pittsburgh defense not be completely lights out like i think they're they're missing minka a good amount they got some young secondary guys i don't know how they've been doing against the run specifically but kareem hunt is getting goal line touches and cleveland in general is just playing decent ball i think it's yeah so they're bottom 10 against the run the steelers just so you know so i think that's a good start like you alluded to like he does get the red zone touches so he scored a touchdown in five straight weeks, and I would expect that he's going to get an opportunity against the Pittsburgh Steelers because I do think the Browns are much better. So I think you do slot Kareem Hunt in there. And then how about Antonio Pierce, Giants legend, beast. just actually running the fucking, fucking ball beast. and throwing the ball to Devontae Adams. And, like, sure, Jacobs didn't find his way into the end zone last week, but, like, he was liter- he got 29 touches. And it's hard to imagine that if he's getting 25-plus touches a game that he's not going to score, especially against this Miami defense, which is kind of middle of the pack against the run. Yeah, and did I don't know if you heard this, but did you hear that uh, Pierce and McDaniels got in a fight because Pierce is trying to, like, tell stories yeah. about the, <laughs> the undefeated he's Patriots? He's tell stories about the, them yeah. beating the Patriots, he's, and he's don't like, talk don't about talk about them. It's like, yeah, like 15 years ago, and, like, you filled Belichick's like water bottles <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> you don't work for them anymore like get over it Just no he's a loser nuts. and you could tell that that actually happened or he didn't like McDaniels because he made it a point to be like why wouldn't I get the ball to Jacobs and like he was like why don't I get the ball to 17 and 8 like what am I stupid <laughs> like yeah of course I want them to get as many opportunities as possible and like it's no it's no uh surprise that the two weeks that he's been pl- coach and like yeah, they haven't played crazy good opponents. Um, and the team's still in not the Jets good, and the Giants, and they're not good. Wins. But like, you haven't heard them bitching. Like, you haven't heard Devontae Adams bitch in two weeks now. So, yeah, no I, I think uh, 
I think against Miami this week, it's going to be, I don't think they're going to win the game, but I think they should be able to run the ball effectively. It'd be pretty hype if they win the game. I'm, I'm falling for them, but... <laughs> I hope they win too, just because I love Antonio Pierce. He's a real one. He hid the gun for Plaxico. Correct. <laughs> correct yeah, correct. I mean, I was telling Wells that while we were down in New Orleans. I was like, you know, he did hide the gun for Plaxico. What do you say? He's just like, oh shit, I didn't know that. I was like, yeah, he's a fucking real one. <laughs> so I like both the running backs. On Husser's side, uh, Jonathan Taylor on the bye, so he's going to have some combination of Pacheco, Pacheco and Kenneth Walker. Yeah, I think that those are the two. Fuck Clyde Edwards, Alaire, yeah. and Gainwell. Yeah. Uh, I guess start with Pacheco. Um, just consistently good. I'm very excited for this Eagles um, Eagles Chiefs game. I really hope the Chiefs He's going to have trouble, I think. I think he's going to have trouble running the ball this week. He yeah. didn't have two good weeks before the bye. Um, but all year, he's kind of been electric. And, like, I fucking hate it. Do you hate the way he runs the ball? I love it. It's so much, I hate wasted, it. I hate so much it. wasted movement. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> just, he's going to be exhausted. He just kind Ugh. of vibrates like a second grader running around, yeah. I feel. But needless to say, he is playing statistically the best rushing defense in the NFL in the Eagles. Yeah, for and the Eagles are, if they are susceptible to anything, it's the pass. Like maybe this yes. is the Patrick Mahomes coming out game, which would be ideal. But I mean, it, it's it's Husser's only start. I, I'd say I like Jacobs and Hunt more than him. Yes, but I mean, it's not. I a think he's got an equal too. chance of finding his way into the end zone as Kareem Hunt. So, while in a normal week, I would give a huge pl- uh, plug or a huge plus to Pacheco in this matchup, I think him and Hunt probably break even. And then let's swing over to Kenny Walker, who kind of is a bit of a home run hitter, I feel, as far as whether he's efficient or not. Like, yes. Kind of waits for the hole to open, and then we'll take the big hole when he can hit it. The Rams. It seems like he's getting one big like when he has his big weeks. It's it's basically like one he, big play a week. He's run. not. He's really not a, like he's kind of averaging around three yards a carry. He's not like extremely efficient uh, this year. Yeah, I mean in general their offense just isn't really cooking as much as it was the previous year. Mm-hmm. The Rams, with that being said, have kind of they had a fun start. Pukunukua two and two. Like oh this is good, but they kind of are turning into that five-win five, year, five win team that people kind of expected. Um, I don't know. I, I think just in general, I like Wells' running backs just better than both of these guys. Um, I would agree. Yeah, I would think... I, I think that, like I said, Kareem Hunt and Pacheco to me are kind of a net neutral, but I do like Jacobs this week much more than Kenneth Walker. Um the Rams have cooled down, but they're still top seven uh, against running backs on the year, and this is a f- kind of divisional matchup uh, at home. And like, I know they don't back. have a huge ho- Stafford's back. I know they don't have a huge home field advantage, but I I see kind of a closer game than you might have expected, and it seems like Pete Carroll's at least considering allowing Charbonnet to kind of touch the ball a few times a game. So, yeah, I definitely lean Wells for the running backs this week. It's funny because Travis is definitely punching his stereo because he hates the, oh, we don't have any fans sort of shit. But then also fuck him because he does the same thing with the Knicks and Nets. He's like, oh, we, we run New York, though. Like, no one cares about you. 
And meanwhile, no one cares about the Rams, and they won the Super Bowl, so fuck him. I mean, honestly, Travis, because I know you're listening, I've been to MetLife plenty of times in the last six years, and plenty of times it's felt like a Giants away game. So, there Embarrassing. You go. Take some solace in that. Let's yeah. get to receivers. Um, Wells has Terry DeAndre Hopkins. He went double tight end last week. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, he was actually asking me like who I he should play because Kate Otten's been playing really well, and that I was said I was like, idea? "No, I <laughs> I had said like I would go Michael Thomas or Kareem Hunt, but like there was like a stat out there where Kate Otten was like one of the most efficient targets for Baker Mayfield, and I was like, I mean, if you really want to start him, like he he is good for Baker, but you know, I I he was kind of in a spot where it's like he didn't know which way to go. Yeah, so. Um, regardless, he's got McLaurin, D-Hop, and you figure Cooper Cup is back in there. Thomas on the bye. I, I think those are the three. I think he kind of learned his lesson. Yeah, I would agree. I, I I think those are all kind of good, solid starts this week. Yeah, like, is Cup ever going to get it going for him? If if Wells wants any shot at the playoffs, he needs real Cooper Cup to emerge. It's going to be hard this week because Seattle's defense is, is pretty good. He just got lit up by the skins, though. I mean, yeah, but Sam Howell's been lighting everyone up. I, I don't, I don't get it. But um, I don't know. I, I just fail to see a world where Cooper Cup has four weeks in a row, especially off a bye with six points. Especially if Stafford's back in the lineup. Stafford is bad. You know, so I, I think that is half of the bad weeks that Cup had. You know. Um, yeah, that's it is brutal though. You're right. Like he has killed him because we also we both a first thought rounder. like it's it's as brutal. Yeah, as we it gets. we both thought that Cooper Cup was going to be coming back to his lineup and Wells was going to be like a kind of a powerhouse, you know, to deal mm-hmm. with, and it's kind of screwing him right now. Yeah, no doubt. So we'll see how Cup does, and then D Hop Levis is is just very mid. I know you didn't watch much yeah. of the. Um, the Tennessee game, but not a lot of highlights from him on red zone. D hop had a nice like pass breakup on one of his interceptions. Um, but nothing else really to note from there. And then Terry against the giants. Um, we kind of did a decent enough job on him the first time, or did he have, did he, have he had 15 points still? Yeah, he he, did he almost touchdown. had a touchdown. No, he dropped the touchdown against the giants. Okay. He dropped a touchdown against the Giants, but so yeah, he's still not even that points. decent of a job. I mean, fifteen points and he should have yeah. scored. So scratch that from the record. I think he's a good start. I think D Hop's the only one you're somewhat worried about. Jacksonville in a kind of a must win, like bounce back spot. Yeah, that that's the one I'm lukewarm on, but overall it's a decent group, decent trio. Yeah, I, I definitely like um I'm hoping Cooper Cup kind of goes off this week with Stafford back and they're at home against the divisional. Like, this seems like a spot where he should have a good game. Uh, Terry, he's kind of getting a downgrade just because, like, Sam Howell actually effectively spreads the ball around. Like, he had uh, he had nine different receivers catch a ball last week for him, and he threw for 312 yards, which is insane. So it's like... Terry McLaurin has been good, and he's getting a boot. He's like had a good year so far because Howell is actually pretty good. It's just like, is he going to get the touchdowns um, this week? So, 
kind of limit his ceiling this year. And Hopkins' ceiling is just limited because, like we were saying after that first week, I was like, Hopkins is still good, but, like, is his quarterback good? And, like, this is three good defenses in a row that Levis is going to have to face now. He's going on the road to Jacksonville. Um, I don't know. I don't love DeAndre Hopkins this week, uh, not because of him, the player, but because it's just the quarterback's a rookie and he's been struggling so far. Feel that. And then on Husser's side, he gets Tyreek back off the bye against Vegas. I think we can both just agree that's a smash and a half. Yeah, well, I don't think we need to talk about that. I mean, they have been pretty good against receivers, but Tyreek Hill is the best receiver in the NFL right now. Um, and he's trying to set literal records. Um, coming off a of bye, they're going to be ready for this game at home. And then he's going to have, so Alave's on the bye, so you figure Brandon Cooks is playing. And then Gabe Davis, and Gabe Davis, I guess, against the Jets. Ugh. Uh, I guess Oof. start with Cooks. He had the huge game against the Giants last week. I expected As to be you a, could have guessed. <laughs> a similar game against Carolina, if we're being honest. So it's like we saw them run it up. A, a lot of me and Ras conversation was, oh, how much is the Dallas offense going to be involved sort of thing? I mean, they, they played a good majority of the game, it seemed. Um, Cooks' score yeah. just kept on going up and up. I don't see why he can't replicate that against Carolina, who's as bad. That's what Mike McCarthy loves doing. So Carolina is bad, but they are, shockingly, the fourth-best team against receivers for fantasy this year. And the only reason why I think that is is because their their rushing defense is literally bottom two in the NFL. (laughs) So it's like... Pollard finally scores. The Cowboys might actually give the ball to Pollard and Dowdle, and they might just run the ball down their throat. Um, but knowing Mike McCarthy and knowing how much of a dickhead he is, like he's going to air the ball out if they're up 20, no matter what. So I think you're right that Brandon Cooks, it's probably a fine start this week. He, he's kind of getting more targets and more involved in the offense the last few weeks. Um, but there's a very possi- big possibility that he's just completely uninvolved and has one catch for like nine yards, and he's just an absolute dud in your lineup. And speaking of possibility of dud, I mean... It's Gabe Davis, Gabe Davis, the ultimate, the ultimate <laughs> Davis boomer bust time. guy. Tough defense. Literally, just look at look at his uh, fantasy points in the year. It's like a bell curve, up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah. It's like a heartbeat. You just make sure he's alive in your lineup. Yeah. Um, but obviously tough defense against the Jets. I'm curious what type of effort we get out of the Bills just in general after canning the OC and like their season's quite literally on the line, I'd say. At Both home these teams' seasons on the line here. I think the Jets are already dead. They they couldn't lose to the Raiders there. That was yeah. They really needed that Raiders game. And then who they lose really to the week prior? Um, or did they beat the Giants? No, there was a game. The Chargers. Game. They lost yeah, to the Chargers. They lost two on bad Monday Night Football. Chargers are obviously better, but I mean. They're not going to get the 10 wins. But the Bills aren't that good, and they turn the ball over. I know the Bills aren't the that Jets... good. Uh, the Jets can still Jets win, but I don't, think, I, don't think it, I don't think it makes them make the playoffs. Like... I think the Jets are a better team than the Bills right now. And that's fine, but I don't think either one's making the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, the AFC playoff race is... Like, the, the Raiders Texans, are still in the playoff I, I, race. I think the, the Texans, Texans are, are better the... than them both, like... Yes, the Texans are still in the play. Like, there's so many AFC teams. Like, the Broncos have an outside shot at the AFC playoffs right yeah. now. Like, the AFC is fucking stacked this year. Besides, 
the only bad I mean, team in the AFC Broncos right now. In your stacked argument, but yeah. No, no, but I, I mean, they did, they did just beat the Chiefs like two weeks ago, and and they just beat the Bills. So like, they're they're playing pretty, Chief, pretty good football. I did forget the Chiefs win. So the, yeah, so there. the AFC is stacked right now. The only bad teams really in the AFC right now are what the the Titans Patriots. and Patriots. Which is wild to say that out loud. Like that's insane to me. The Patriots are the worst team. The Colts aren't good. Like there's a lot of not good teams, but the Colts would probably make the playoffs in the NFC though. Like the NFC is terrible. (laughs) Like it's it's very possible because I think the Vikings are going to get that spot. Regardless, to bring it back to Gabe Davis, absolute disgusting (laughs) to have to put him in your starting lineup. To be honest with you. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see how he does. I mean, he. They do throw to him deep. Like, I watch a lot of the Bills games. Like, he gets targets, but we'll Alex see. hasn't been that good this year, and last year he wasn't that good either. So, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Um, I, I think Wells I Wells on the like, receivers, you lean? I think maybe. I don't know. Tyreek is pretty scary on Husser's side. But, yeah, I lean Husser. I, I like Tyreek and I like Cooks, like I was saying. And I think... Davis is as meh as like DeAndre Hopkins is, and then yeah, Wells I wouldn't have disagree with you there. Oh, this is this is a brutal wide receiver matchup. And then just quickly wrap this up: um, tight end Komet and Engram. They're both kind of okay. That's, yeah, that's really all I got. Komet's been pretty good with Bajent, um starting. So if Justin Fields is back. Back probably similar like it depends what justin fields you get they are playing detroit run defense is insane for detroit but their passing defense is suspect so i mean they're Harris bottom seven against tight ends good. i i don't know how much stock you put in tight ends fantasy points allowed but they are bottom seven in that category detroit um on the other side tennessee is top two so they've only let up six points a week to the tight end position so i lean probably wells just because i think engram is more involved in his offense and he's got a much better quarterback uh and he gets way more targets but um I, it's kind of a wash to me here to be honest with you and then who are you picking in the game i have to take what i can't take tom i, I can't i'm sorry it's just way too many well question before. marks yeah, way too many question marks, and I just think the running back and quarterback kind of gap here is, is going to be too much. I, I, Sam Howell's probably going to go off against the Giants this week. I wouldn't be shocked at all. Yeah, I'm riding with Wells, too. I think Husser yeah. just doesn't need the win. His guys are looking forward to the offseason. Yeah, this is a very big Husser. Is, is this his second year in a row playing for last place? I don't even remember who got last place last year. He was first few years in the league. He always had a good team. He's been uh, bottom ba- bottom of the barrel. It's like him and Muller switch spots. The Toms yeah. switch spots. He's what you yeah. call a bot, I think. And yeah, four, yeah, he is a bot he for sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, speaking of, let's get over to. Uh, the, it's not really a transition. Uh, let's do Steve and Proc. Um, so. Well, 
Cortland Sutton is a bot, so that is a good. <laughs> Cortland Sutton's nice. That touchdown was sick. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. I know. It's, that. it's like the more we should talk Cortland Sutton, the better he does each yeah. week. <laughs> I'll, I'm not backing down off of this take. Well, we'll get to him when we get to the receivers. But uh, Steve, four and six, he's making a late push. He probably needs to win out. And then Proc, I think, is in the bye week position with my loss. And I think he's got me on points at six and four. Um, so, yeah, so two teams playing some good ball right now. Um, Steve's got Herbert against Green Bay. And then the interesting thing with him of late is he's got CJ Stroud against Arizona as well. He hasn't gone full Stroud boy yet. Do you think this is the week against Arizona, or do you think you, uh, it's like Herbert's got a nice matchup as well? What what would you do? Um, I I think I th- so Green Bay is good against quarterbacks. Their defense is pretty good, even though they're kind of shitty on the year. Um, this Stroud is boy? tough. This is tough. It's. I think you have to go probably I don't want to say it but you got to go Stroud I just I I think that Herbert just is like prone to have like these big fucking hiccups every few weeks like he had a great week last week but if you look at the surrounding weeks it's like two duds and then a big week one dud and then a big week um I don't I don't like him on the road in Green Bay in the cold weather it's 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 doesn't sound like a, a fun week to play justin herbert meanwhile stroud is coming off game winning drive two back-to-back weeks he's looking like uh he's got the offensive rookie of the year locked like if he doesn't play another down he wins offensive rookie of the year probably right so now it's like hey he needs to get this team into the playoffs they need to win and he wants to win this he wants to get in the mvp conversation so it's kind of crazy to be saying that as a rookie um, I'd lean Stroud just because Arizona is one of the worst defenses in the NFL against quarterbacks. They're bottom nine, and they've been letting up a, lot, a ton of points to quarterbacks all year. So I like Stroud. I think you run the hot hand, and like Herbert to me is just like there's a possibility he absolutely just demolishes your week this week for you if Green Bay's defense shows up. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I didn't even factor in like weather and stuff, but yeah, that's definitely a major factor here. And I, I don't think you can go wrong with Stroud against Arizona. I think bare minimum he gets you the 20, even if he doesn't give you your five-touchdown, 500-yard week, I think. Personally, if I'm Steve, I'm looking to trade one of these quarterbacks for a death piece. Um, You can't really get a lot for quarterbacks, and like I know it's hard, it's hard. to like, let has somebody quarterbacks, go. Like... But some people have shitty quarterbacks. Like if you're Tom, right? Like Tom's three and oh, seven. He's checked. I out. know, but just as an example, or like Corey, for instance, right? Corey's got Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence, and he must hate that. He does. And Steve's I think. Is, Steve. Now I'm not. Never mind. I'm not going to help but, these. Yeah, fucks let's out. not make every team in the league a wagon here. I'm just <laughs> saying, if I was Steve, I'd be trying to trade one of these quarterbacks and like not look for a big return basically just like get something that'll help you in the long run yeah on the other side burrow for proc he doesn't have another quarterback so it's gonna be burrow against baltimore can't wait for this game good thursday night um it should be interesting both coming off a loss and the ravens are nursing some injuries so what else is new and i mean the Bengals, if they lose this game they might not make the playoffs either 
which is this is a crazy. must win for both teams because the Bengals need it to really have a good shot at the playoffs, and the Ravens need it to have a, good shot a strong like yeah, like a stranglehold over their division, and they need to keep pace for the one seed in the AFC. So this is a big game. The only issue for Baltimore for me with Joe Burrow starting is Humphrey, I think, is going to miss this week. So they're going to lose one of their top uh, corners. So I don't know. Yeah. It's definitely significant. I think Burrow will have a good game. It's a primetime big game. He he does show up for the big games. Like, that's your catchphrase. Does he outduel Stroud? I don't know. I I think Stroud against Arizona might. Yeah. I I would definitely lean. I'd honestly lean uh, Stroud and Herbert, whoever he picks over Burrow this week. It's just Baltimore's tough. They can they can get after you, and like they had a fluke loss last week. I'll be honest with you, they should not have lost to the Browns um, earlier in the season. Joe Burrow didn't play too well against the the uh, Ravens, so T Higgins is out. Yeah, but I mean, he doesn't have T Higgins. He's on a short week. It's 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 going to be a rough week for Joe Burrow, I would think. Do you start Russ? Does he have Russ? He has Russ, but I don't think you start him against Minnesota. Oh, I didn't right? even notice him. Yeah, Minnesota's been pretty good. Their defense is infinitely better this year than I'd it was love last if year. Proc did it, but I don't know if he I don't know if he rides hard enough to do it. I think Proc needs to win this week so that he can feel safe going into the playoffs. I don't know if he's got any buys or anything coming up with his players, but like if I'm him, I want to win this week. And, and I also want to win because I want Steve out of the playoffs. Very valid. Yeah, I, I would do Burrow. I think you're getting cute with Russ, but it's your guy. I'll, ne- I'll never never fault you for Can we troll him guy. into a Burrow, Burrow Sutton stack this week? A Wilson Sutton? Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. Oh, yeah, Wilson Sutton. Sorry. I don't think he needs much of a push. <laughs> I think just us thinking about it is all he yeah. needed. He's already, he's already been playing with it in his roster all week. If we refresh the page, he probably just felt it in the wind and yeah. <laughs> made, the, made the adjustment. But, yeah, let's get over to running backs. Steve also, I realized, has done the Husser and is giving us the troll lineup. Um, so, I mean, he's yeah. got four running backs. Tajay Spears isn't playing. So, it's Aaron Jones, Mixon, or Rashad White. Rashad White's been awesome. San Fran, I don't know if you love that. Um, and then Joe Mixon is just finding his way into the end zone. Um, not a huge game last week prior to the touchdown. And then I think Aaron Jones had a half-decent game. No, never mind. Still horribly ineffective. No, I, I think you just go mix so it in white. I think you just go mix it I'm just so glad that Aaron Jones has been this bad all year because it's finally like, I hate this guy, and he's just fucking sucking all year. So, yeah. I, I, I don't start Aaron Jones if I'm Steve. He's gotten burned from him all year. You you throw Mixon and Rashad White in there who are... I mean, I it's like they're both not very efficient with the ball, but they just get so produce. many opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both using the passing game and in the running game, you know, so I think you start them both. I'm not necessarily worried about San Francisco. Um, they do have a good defense, but it's kind of been weak the last few weeks. Um, and you know, Tennessee has a good rushing defense and Rashad white was completely fine against them last week. Um, so I think, I think both his running backs are good starts, uh, Rashad white and Mixon. on the flip side, Prox got McCaffrey and Henry. 
Um, I mean, I was going to say you don't even have to think about benching, but Henry had a bad game last week, three points. Nearly cost him. Um, and then McCaffrey, a smash start. Don't really need to talk too much about that. His touchdown streak ended. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. No, uh, I saw that. Yeah. And then he, what did he, what was his comment in the news? Like, they were I'm, like, "Hey, you're trash." Like something. It was he's like, like he's fun. like, I suck. He's like, it sucks that X, Y, and Z scored, and I couldn't. Right? Yeah, he was he's just like, like everyone that. else on the team picked up the slack or some shit. Yeah, it was like a dad joke, but it was okay. Um, but yeah, Henry. I mean, I don't, I don't think you're playing anyone else over him. Antonio Gibson's getting more burn, but I think you're just mismanaging if you go that the only thing is you're hoping that charbonnet like continues to carve out a role in the seattle offense but later still, down are you ever the gonna road. have the balls to start either of them over no Henry? like not unless yeah not unless kenneth walker is hurt that's about that, that's the only way um so yeah derrick henry has been up and down kind of all year he hasn't been terrible and honestly for where he drafted him which is what the second round i think or third round he got Derrick Henry. Probably second. You know, it's not, yeah. yeah, I think it was late second. I, I, it's not killing him either. So yeah, I think he had two I mean, overall, two or three overall with McCaffrey, and then so and he, he was the and back he's, of the second. He's still an RB one on the year because RBs have been so fucking bad this year. So yeah, I mean, I mean, he's these running backs are great. I mean, disappointing from Henry year wise, but still top twelve. Yeah, and I mean, Proc's team's been good, like, behind them. Yeah. Um, once Burrow got going, Proc, so did Proc, you know. The running backs yeah. have been doing it. Uh, his issue is more so the receiver. It's kind of, they go as Keenan Allen goes. Obviously, the 40-burger last week, a little dinged up against Green Bay. Then he's got Deontay Johnson, who also had a down week last week. Not also, but did have a down week last week. He's going against Cleveland and then Hollywood against Houston uh, with Kyler back. I don't know if you watched any of the Kyler game, but he looked pretty good. Was, I saw him running like exciting. a toddler to get the first yeah. down. <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty fun. I know we were hyping up Kyler a few weeks ago. It was good to see him. Yeah, <laughs> he's playing for his job, which is crazy to say because like a lot of teams in the NFL would love to have Kyler Murray starting for them right now. <laughs> From what I've heard is his contract's unmovable, so like. I think they There's, just want him well, to win games, yeah. and then he's staying regardless. And then they'll take. And then maybe Harrison. trade that trade that top ten pick for a boatload of picks potentially too, if he plays well. Yeah, I mean it, it'll be interesting. Their I, receivers are pretty good. I mean Michael Wilson, Marquise Brown, uh, Rondale Moore. Um, they have that tight end Trey McBride. Their running backs are good. Like their team is on the offensive side of the ball is pretty good. It's their defense that fucking sucks, really. Yeah, and that'll get better too. Like they have a defensive coach. Like I, I don't think the few if they get one of the picks that they can trade, like a la Bears, um, yeah, for someone that needs a quarterback. Like they're they're moving in the right direction, and like kind or of, if they want to reset, they could trade Kyler Murray for a boatload and take whatever quarterback taken, they want. I don't know who's taking that deal? That's like us trying uh, to trade Daniel the, Jones. Like you'd have the to Vikings, the, the Viking, the Vikings with Kirk Cousins coming off the books or. There's there's plenty of teams, the Steelers, um, plenty of teams out there. It'll be interesting where everyone's drafting and then where these quarterbacks actually fall. Actually, I because it's like I, if you're the I Vikings, would, would you just take your boy from LSU like at like 18 or whatever? Yeah, I don't. It, I, you know? I, if I'm if I'm a team in the league that needs quarterback right now, I'm definitely trying to get Kyler Murray. 
um, if they're really not committed to him. <laughs> I swear, you hated Kyler Murray this time last year, and he just rehabbed. I hate Kyler and then Murray. Now, now you're he's... like, a lot of teams could use this guy. Yeah, I mean, he's. I think he's just overrated, but he's definitely like a top twenty quarterback in the NFL. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I think that's fair. But top twenty isn't. We yeah, learned the I mean, hard way about paying forty million for top twenty. This year, this year he might end up being top like twelve because of how bad the quarterbacks have been. Who knows? Yeah. Also, last year, fuck Kyler Murray. Daniel Jones was playing well. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just like, damn, I would kill to have a quarterback. Leverage. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's not Giants talk. Let's keep going. Keep going, please, God. So, what do you think about, about the receivers? De- does Deontay scare <laughs> you a little we're bit? We're talking about receivers. I just realized. Yeah, you, you got lost in the Hollywood Brown sauce. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Deontay's been pretty good since he came back from injury. He's getting a ton of tar- targets. Uh, I know Green Bay has been pretty good against receivers all year. Um, he's got another tough matchup this week in Cleveland. So he goes from uh, the fifth best team against receivers on the year to the second best. Um, Kenny Pickett doesn't look good. He hasn't looked good Kenny's all fucking so year. Bad. He's so bad, but at least Deontay Johnson is his favorite target. But so Deontay didn't do shit last week, is what? I no, was yeah, he didn't do shit last week, and he they're gonna have trouble in Cleveland this week. I, I really don't like Deontay Johnson this week. I like Deontay Johnson. The it's player. gotta be Sutton. <laughs> I think but do you go Sutton I, I mean Marquise yeah. Brown's probably going to be matched up with Stingley so I, I think all three of them play Keenan Allen, Hollywood, Sutton I'm saying Deontay yeah. on the bench I, I would play Sutton over wow we're going to talk well about Cortland Sutton I would play Sutton over both those guys this week Deontay and Marquise Brown to be honest with you Sutton scored in every game besides two. <laughs> it's crazy. It's insane. He's, he's a touchdown machine. Yeah, he just gets touchdowns, though. He's He doesn't have a single 100-yard I game of the those year. I guys on my team. They just score 12, and it's like, word. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have a single 100-yard game on the year. That's insane to me. Oh, man. Yeah, Sutton. Brock, but, this is the week. This is the week. This is the one. Yeah. This is what you've been waiting for. And throw Russell Wilson in there, too. Yeah, I mean, you need the stack. Yeah, you need the stack. You I know agree. when Sutton scores with Wilson, that's like 20 points. It's And you know you can immediately chirp us for doing that. <laughs> no, we'll take credit for it now. <laughs> but yeah, um, interesting receivers. I, I don't know if I like him better than Steve's. Um, he's got AJ and CD Lamb, which are just wagon, wagon, wagon. CD Lamb's yeah. really fucking good. Carolina. We kind of talked about this with Brandon Cooks, but I think it goes. I might be willing to start considering that CD <laughs> Lamb is good. 41, 28, and 39 in his last three games. Uh, He's borderline top 10, but Amon Ra <laughs> still better. I don't know. Amon Ra was a beast last week, too, but I think we were, both, we were both right. Always been a beast. They're both yeah. top 10. I will, I will say that they're both top 10. Yes, okay. I will give CD Lamb that. He's just he's playing so well. It's so like it feels like maybe Kellen Moore just fucking sucked as an offensive coordinator. Like, is there a possibility that that exists? Like, yeah, you're the one who's just like, Lamb, now that he's on the Chargers, like the, their passing offense. Da-da-da. Well, I'm saying he's gonna pass it a lot. Not that he's smart, 
I'm just saying he's yeah. going to throw I mean, it 40 CD times Lamb a game. always always produced even with him, but and I mean Dallas is kind of where they're always. Out. Dallas is always like they're always six good. and three this time of year. <laughs> like let's not act like they're this good is, this year. They're good this year. They're, they're not really good. I wouldn't be shocked. What is that, Poe? Come on. Don't put that out there. Don't put that <laughs> out sorry. there. I'm sorry. I'd rather the Cowboys win than the Eagles, a thousand percent. I, I think so, too, but that's... Yeah, I, if the Eagles won, I would be... With the season the Giants had, if the Eagles won this year, it's... I mean, it's, probably, it's not too dissimilar to when they won. Might, it's not like we I'm were a wagon sorry. when they won it in 17. Yeah, but whatever. this year is really bad. Yeah, there's some bad stats out there, but yeah, um, yeah. AJ yeah, Brown, talking AJ about Brown, the Eagles. AJ Brown, really good. Um, I'm I'm really excited for this Kansas City game. I hope they can shut down the Eagles a little bit. I mean, Hertz has been playing hurt, but it hasn't stopped AJ Brown at all. They're coming off a bye. I mean, both these teams are uh, coming off a bye. Correct. Yep. Monday Andy Reid is absolute monster coming off the bye so yeah I, I think they should beat the eagles in arrowhead um but that doesn't change anything i think about aj brown aj brown's been fucking die like dominant all year like they go to him 10 plus times a game no matter what like he's gonna get the ball um and i don't care how good the chiefs have been on defense all year like i he's gonna score a touchdown probably have around 100 yards he's just too he's he just did. too involved in their offense this year and then you figure Jacoby Myers is the flex here. Um, he's got like Drake London and stuff on by. Uh, Jacoby came back down to earth against the Jets. I know the Jets are good um, defensively. Last three weeks, he's kind of come back down to earth. Um, yeah, I mean, even the Giants game, wise. it was just a 20-yard like touchdown run that got him to 13. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he gets creative. I don't think there's much on the waiver wire. And I mean, I don't think... Yeah, unless he does tie, double tight end, Logan Thomas. Or, he's, or he moves a QB for a wide receiver somewhere. This is true. Um, but yeah, I don't love it. It just seems like they're finally down to commit to Devontae. And I mean, AOC yeah. just isn't really good either. Yeah, they're they're just they're sticking to the run. They're going to give Jacobs 25 touches a game, and they're just going to try and grind teams out, grind wins out. So... You know, Antonio Pierce is auditioning for a job. All those guys there are playing for their jobs. So, not going to be an easy game for Miami. And, I don't know, Jacoby Myers hasn't been great. So, yeah, I'm not excited about it. But he I, he's definitely the best option on the bench. Would you play Aaron Jones over him? Probably, no. I guess. Eh. Probably. I just always I think you have to receiver over running back. Like, especially yeah, if Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. <laughs> like. It's just the Chargers' defense is so bad. Yeah. That would be why I'd have to... Like, you'd have to hope Aaron Jones could do something but against like, this defense. Bad defenses can still shut down bad offenses. <laughs> like, yeah, If, the, if there's right. anything I've learned, like... Like, they, they shut down the Jets. And, like, are the Packers that much better? Of Jordan Love is just so mid. He's so mid. He's so bad. And they're using AJ Dillon a lot. Like it's, uh, it's yeah. yeah I think yeah, you're that. right. Fuck Probably Jacoby that. Myers. I think Jacoby Myers. You're right. In general, in the matchup, I'm gonna go Steve. I, I want to see the the win streak continue and it get dangerous. I think he will inevitably lose a game. It's just hard to rattle off 
seven in a row or whatever. Seven in a row, yeah. But um, um, yeah, I think this is the week he loses, though. Yeah, I mean, um, Brock's really good. Brock is really good. Brock's really good. His running backs. I, I just really like. Um, one thing we didn't talk about was the tight end, but Sam oh, Laporta fuck. is a huge Laporta is a huge massive advantage. Edge. The one huge that we should talk for him. About <laughs> I, um, I think I forgot the, it last week too. They're playing the Bears defense, and so I don't love kind of Marquise Brown this week, um, but I think Cortland Sutton is going to have a good game, <laughs> um, and I think Sam Laporta is a big advantage. Um, but Proc, get get Raiders defense out of your lineup. There's no way you should start them against yeah, uh, that's, Miami. He'll add them. He'll fix the waiver. But yeah, Proc, I'm gonna lean. Yeah, the Laporta was a good was a good catch, but I, I'm not gonna. I took my hand off the piece, so we'll ride with Steve. <laughs> Let's it's just it. if Aaron Jones is in Steve's lineup, it's just no. Yeah, no, he's got to go Jacoby or double tight end. But yes. um, but yeah, let's swing over to. Corey, seven and three, first place with the third least points, I think. Second least points. Oh, that is that is uh <laughs> it's a tough pill to swallow. I'm really so bad. Corey who's just fast forwarding to this moment, just Yeah, he put a whomping on me. He beat me by like another 50. T- another <laughs> another team name too. Yeah, that was there last week too. I doubt he's ever seen Friday the thirteenth, but whatever. Uh, and it's also like a mug, like <laughs> the picture I want to say is like a coffee mug of like the yeah, dead baby I, version. Um, I have no idea. So yeah, so that's that. And then Rasp definitely playing for his season four and six. He's got his guys back. Um, so let's get into it. Corey's going to have Trevor. He did trade away Dak. So it is Trevor against Tennessee. Trevor almost... I. I thought I was going to win when I saw Trevor at 2.1. Obviously, the Lions didn't make that any easier, but Trevor was really, really bad last week. Big step down in competition against the Titans. Um, But just in general, Trevor's been mid. Um, He's been mid all year. No, I think he would be a guy who, if people still stream quarterbacks like he would be a qb streamer each week like he, he would just be sitting on the way he hasn't wire. broken 18 points all year yeah which is embarrassing and he's not having like a terrible year like from real football it's just he hasn't had like the big weeks that like coming into the year like he was considered like an mvp candidate which i don't know based off of last year i wouldn't have been talking about him like that but um <laughs> yeah kind of mid so that Dak Prescott trade might end up coming back to bite him in the ass pretty hard. It should have last week if I didn't shit the bed, but that's besides yeah, the point. Yeah, so nobody trade Corey a fucking quarterback. Like, stop gifting him players, people. Thank you. Um. So, yeah, so that's Trevor. We'll see if he breaks 20 against Tennessee, but regardless, I think disadvantage against Hurts against KC. Hurts, like, obviously way less of the rushing this year, which has hurt him, but I mean, he's still QB two on the year. It still does. Even though he's not line. running as much, he gets those fucking goal line yeah. pushes. Like, yeah, I mean, ugh. it's literally seven rushing touchdowns, which is just like massive, massive, massive. Yes. And I, I th- we'll see how the game goes. I can't tell in my, in my brain when I'm imagining it, if it's going to be low scoring or high scoring, I lean more towards like 24 to 20. 
I lean towards 31, 14, or 17 Chiefs. You think it's like a fucking? Yeah, yeah, because I just think there's a gigantic mismatch here with with the Bird secondary, um, as opposed to the Chiefs, who have been solid on defense. Chiefs haven't thrown the ball well all year. I know, but the Eagles have been getting fucking yeah passed on all year. They're so bad like, is against this the like pass. a Darius Tony game, like a Valdez Scantling game. It's like, Travis. Kel- it's Travis Kelsey game. Yeah, I mean he's. We'll get to him. But... It's a Travis Kelsey, Jeremy, like Jarek McKinnon, fucking Rasheed Rice game. Like is what the way I see it. Yeah. So their corners aren't good. They're old. Darius Slay and Bradbury are old, dude. And Biard's still learning the defense. Like they're not a good secondary. Let's hope. But um, I mean, I guess that fares well in your in your projection if you expect it to kind of the birds to be down and throwing the ball. But fourteen points is pretty low for the Eagles. I'd say like seventeen points is where I'd put them at. Thirty-one seventeen. Yeah. Thirty-one twenty maybe. I don't know. I, 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 I just don't. Ins- I don't expect the Eagles to compete. In summary, you got the you got Hertz over Lawrence, though you'd say. Yeah, because he's probably of those points they score, he's probably going to run for a touchdown, mm-hmm. and he's going to be passing the ball a ton, I would think. So, running backs, Corey's got Bijan on by, so I think it's going to be Gibbs and Hubbard. Does he have another option? Not really. Um, Gibbs he has been not. really good. I know Montgomery yeah. was also involved last week, but they're finally getting the ball. Like that's what we were clamoring for the first six weeks. We like we talked about how Corey was getting fucked because the Lions just don't use their stud running backs ever. Yeah, and like Dan Campbell like realized when Montgomery was like, "Oh shit, this guy I drafted. What was he? Twelve overall. This guy I've drafted in the first round is pretty fucking good. Maybe I should get in the ball." And he's just been going off, dude. He's looked so good the last few weeks. And they're using them both, which is the crazy part. Is like it's almost like uh, it reminds me of like when Kamara first broke out and Ingram was still a stud too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think that's a very comparable situation. And I mean, they're playing the Bears. The Bears. (laughs) The Bears is tough. I think that's a smash, smash, smash. Yes. Um, Chuba Hubbard, on the other hand, I don't expect shit. I, I know it's his backfield now, but I mean, what's the, what's this game script gonna go like against Dallas? Like fourteen nothing. It's it's like blank. twenty care. It's like twenty carries for like seventy three yards, and maybe he gets a touchdown. I don't. I don't even expect that. I think that. I think this yeah. is definitely a dud. I don't think he's breaking ten. But yeah, I would agree with that. The, the Dallas defense is, is sick. They did just lose um, Leighton Vander Esch for the year, though. So yeah. losing their their right, middle I'm, linebacker it's will less be about bad the for the rush. I'm more so like they're going to have to throw the ball because they're going to be down. Yeah. Like, and I don't know if he's going to get his 20 carries. He hasn't got 20 carries yeah, this all is, year. Like, this is a team that the Cowboys should be putting a schlacking on. I expect them to. I mean, <laughs> they just did it to us, and this is, like I said, similar competition. So, uh, Jameer good, Chuba bad. It's kind of my summary. Yeah. And then on Rast's side, Devin Singletary, the return of Singletary against Arizona. He was really good. I don't know if 
Um, what's his He's name? He's been bad all year, and then I drop him in his first fucking... The <laughs> week after I drop him, 30 carries for 150 yards. I don't like, know if Pierce's back is the thing. Um, so that could kind of affect the uncharacteristically awesome day. Or maybe they realize, like, hey, maybe we should just run the ball a bunch. <laughs> I mean, they... I, I don't get it. Yeah. I, don't, I, I fucking, every week this week, year, I've dropped a guy and he's popped off the week following. It's insane. I mean, it, it's a comfy matchup. And, I yeah, my entire opinion depends if he's going to get all the carries again. Because I, I think they'll be able to put a whooping on Arizona. Or at bare minimum, I hope it's just a fun game. Um... Yeah, I uh, I like Pierce against Arizona, and then Gus Edwards, his job is definitely getting taken by Keaton Mitchell. Um, yeah, yeah, and I think you see it this. But the thing is, I don't think he his goal line carries are gonna go away. That's true. That's true. But yeah, and like now you got like a Mike Tolbert type of character is the thing. Losing Alexander Madison is pretty huge, especially. Um, for Raf's like running back situation right now. Yeah, I think I think Singletary is fun and frisky, but I think just Corey's guys are better with Jameer Gibbs, who will probably outscore the two of them combined. Yeah, I would agree with that. And then anything you get from Chuba is just kind of bonus. But I mean, through three, I think we're decently even. I, I think the running back gap is similar to what Rasp will have with Hertz over Lawrence. Yeah. You know? Rass has been relying on Hertz to make up for the running back gap all year. It's just mm-hmm. he's been getting consistent production from his running backs too. Like he's been streaming running backs pretty much all year and getting good good like decent production at least. And then receiver Amon Ra top ten going against Chicago. Addison came it looked like he was gonna have a huge game. He was getting catches early. Um still is a comfort a comfort piece for Dobbs, I'd say. Denver's defense is randomly decent now, so I don't know if it's a smash smash, but it's a good wide receiver too. And then yeah, PS two has been pretty good um, the last yeah. few weeks. I mean, he he's a great he's a top five corner. Yes, that is a fact. So um, I'm not crazy about Addison, but I, I think it's good enough. Rasheed Rice. We we've talked about the Philly secondary, but do you trust him? I would do like Noah Brown. Are you chasing points? You think there or I don't know. It, it seems like he can support multiple pass catchers, and Noah Brown's been really good. I go Noah Brown if Nico Collins is still out. That okay? I, yeah, I didn't really fully put that together. That that's probably the reason for that. Because I think he's been playing the wide receiver too. In his yeah. stead. Nico no, you're, you're absolutely stead. right. Um, and Tank Dell plays the slot, right? So who plays on the opposite side of Noah Brown then? Um, Robert Woods. Yeah, Robert Woods yeah. probably. And even okay. Woods is kind of a slot guy. I, I'm i curious how much Tank Dell's been in the slot because I've been seeing him on a lot of like deep routes and stuff. Obviously, you can't I don't know. The Texans the are slot, fucking, but... they're good. But uh, I, if Nico Collins is out, I do play Noah Brown over Rasheed Rice. Definitely, you're not chasing points at that. At this this point, it's a proven commodity. The two weeks he's out, he's getting targets, mm-hmm. and you're and and they're playing a, a weak defense in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And then Rass side, DJ Moore, Christian Kirk, Devonte Smith. 
yeah, that's who we got, right? Yeah, I love more if Justin Fields is back just for the fact that he will get fed carries. Yeah, it's target. tough. Once more was picking up, that's when Fields got hurt. So we kind of never yeah. got to see more be legit. He's mid for the first like three weeks and then pretty bad with Bajent. Yeah, and then the Lions are bottom 10 against receivers. So I, I, I think DJ Moore is a good start this week. Um, Christian Kirk, it's just like he's great, but he's literally just like he's like the perfect wide receiver too. Like he's not he's not gonna ever kill you. I think he matches Addison. They kind of do similar yeah. things, and you got I the would lean slight him counter. Over Addison. You got the slight counter with Lawrence as well, which is always fun. Yeah, I, I would lean him over Addison just because he's gonna get higher, like he's gonna get higher quality targets um, and more consistent targets. It's just like. His ceiling feels like it's like 20 points right now because he's just not catching a lot of touchdowns. And then Devontae Smith against KC. Uh, I don't know if it's a huge He's game. been coming alive the last two, his last two games. He was starting to come back to life. It's kind of a long touchdown um, in each. I like him over both of Corey's options in the flex. Yeah, I think it's just kind of the, the positioning, though. I think Devontae is probably the, his best receiver that he's just has in the flex for the sake yeah. of it. Um, eh, it. It's not a bad group. I think Amon Ra is your best guy out of all six of them, and then yes. everyone else is in a similar tier with Rashi Rice at the bottom. Um, I would put Christian Kirk kind of I think like, comfortably ahead of everybody else after Amon Ra. And, and and DJ Moore, DJ Moore is like he's had three slow weeks, but if if Justin Fields is back this week, I would expect DJ Moore to have a a big week against Detroit's passing defense. Yeah, it, it's tough. I kind of have this well, somewhat stalemate. Um, I I think yeah, Amon Ra's the difference maker, but Raspes the space in between guys. them is minimal. Though you're 100 percent right about that. I, I'm just cutting corners here, like you know. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and then tight end, I mean, Kelsey been pretty pedestrian outside of like the 35 Ever point since week. Taylor Swift stopped coming, and then on the other side, Kincaid's been electric. Kincaid's really good. Kincaid's yeah. been really good. Um, yeah, I mean, Kincaid's got the Jets is the thing. Kelsey against the Eagles. You got to expect this is a big Kelsey game. Like, it's prime time, like, and they're going to have to... They're gonna have to throw the ball to win, and he's the yes, proven commodity catching that the ball. So, I know Kincaid's the sexy pick. I, I think Kelsey should outscore him by ten or fifteen. Like even if Kincaid scores a touchdown, which is possible. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I definitely with Kelsey. I think the Chiefs, if they're gonna win this week, are gonna have to air the ball out a ton. And I mean, he's their number one target, and. He should be, I mean, he's going to be matched up against the corner, and I like him against all the Eagles' corners. So, yeah, I, I think Kelsey's a smash start this week. And honestly, this is probably what's, I mean, just so I can't fade you every time, I'll, I'll give my pick first, but this is why I'm leaning Rasp over Corey, is I think Kelsey's going to have a gigantic week this week. Yeah, I'm going Rasp as well. I'm kind of just manifesting that, like, the, the other shoe's got to drop for Corey at some point. <laughs> I need it. I need to pass him. Um, and on the flip side, Rasp has just had insanely 
bad luck in terms of like yeah like these things even out hands. typically like yes it's the the other shoes got to drop and i mean Corey's less scary without Bijan, um and like a good flex really no mm-hmm. quarterback like th- there's just kind of holes in the lineup i know jameer has definitely came along and i wish Corey was buried all those weeks that he was very bad but here we are and he's gonna be a playoff team so Get ready for that. But yeah, I'm going Rasp. Let's yep. swing over to let's do Curtis v. Troy. Troy at three and seven. He's potentially done. Um and then Curtis at five and five looks much better with his running backs healthy. He kind of saw the complete team. Um so obviously much more important game for Curtis. Troy maybe went out and see what happens, but it seems like seven and seven isn't going to get it done um, this year. But regardless, Dak against Carolina, I think, is a mega smash. We've talked about this game too much. Um, And then Goff against Chicago (laughs) is also a good start. Uh, I know Curtis has another quarterback, uh, Will Levis. No, he's not going to do that. Yeah, Yeah, I think Goff Goff. you go with. Yeah, we talked ad nauseum about Dak Prescott, but he's an absolute smash start this week. I, I lean Dak just because I think his ceiling is so high uh, this week versus Golf, who I think he's been great for fantasy. Um, he's playing a, a pretty easy opponent in the Bears. Um, I expect them to kind of they should handle this game. If Detroit's as good as as they've shown all year, that this should just be an, an ass whooping, basically. Yeah, I agree, and I, I expect it is double ass whoopings. I don't really have a huge favorite as far as which one I like better, but I think the both Slightly be 25. The yeah, would agree. Running backs, Saquon and Swift for Troy. He's done with Miles Sanders. I mean, does Keaton Mitchell get in over Saquon? I don't hate the idea, personally. Keaton Mitchell gets in over Calvin Ridley, not Saquon. Okay. Saquon at least gets guaranteed 20 touches a game. But, like, what did that look like last week? Seven points? Yeah, but, I mean, I would take... take, Before that, he's gotten 13-plus a week, so I would take that over Ridley, who's just been... We're just, like, not I mean, maybe with Zay Jones... Maybe with Zay Jones getting arrested, like... It's just... I I would take Saquon over... um, Ridley and then Keaton Mitchell would also be in my lineup this week. Okay, so you like Saquon enough to start, and then DeAndre Swift. I assume the Chiefs are a wagon against the run, right? I will tell you because they definitely are. Um, let's see. No, they're actually they're they're not that great. They're they're top ten against the run. They're tenth place okay. against the run. So, so I mean that's something, I mean, but. You're starting him, obviously. I think that's a no-brainer, but I don't know if I'm expecting a huge game from him. I'm kind of just nah. where, I've, where I've been at with Swift all year, where it's like, and he's been he's been all right, and he's been he's had some good weeks, but he's not, you know, besides that huge week, uh, week two, he's kind of just been like 15, 12, 13, like a good RB two, basically. He's been exactly um, what Troy wanted from him, you know. But he's an R- a... that's insane. Just looking at his points, and he's an RB one on the year, and like he's just not scoring a ton. It's kind of crazy how bad running backs are this year, to be honest. 
just defenses in general have kind of caught up. It was, I think it's kind of yeah, nice. Offenses are so bad this the year. Offenses were kind of op for a bunch of years, and then now, mm-hmm. just kind of. You get like the occasional high scoring game, but yeah, it's been a really big uh, defensive sided game this year. No doubt. Um, so yeah, not crazy about either one of these starts. No. On the flip side, Connor and Montgomery. Montgomery, like we were saying, I, I think a bit of his workload has been taken by Gibbs, but obviously we saw him break the long one. Did you also see that he definitely stepped out of bounds and they just didn't call it? No. I, I only saw yeah, the highlight his, of his uh, run, but I didn't see the His like 80-yard touchdown, he literally stepped out and they reviewed it and they're just like, <laughs> no, it was it was inconclusive. And they just Was he wearing it. white shoes? Yeah. Oh, but like there was no grass. Like it was, yeah, it was extremely easy to see. Uh, so that was sus. Not but, surprised the refs fucking the Chargers over. But yeah, I mean he doesn't get every goal line carry. Like uh, Gibbs had one, like something to monitor. But I, I still like him against the Bears. I still think he'll score once, if not twice. And then mm-hmm. Connor first game back last week. I mean the offense just looks better with Kyler. He obviously didn't have as big of a game as he was having early in the year. But he did get a lot of touches. To yeah, get a lot and of I think that'll turn really into t- touchdowns. And he was efficient, 4.6 a carry. Like, I think it's Yeah, this start. game's going to be pretty... I think it's going to be fun. I, I th- this game's going to be fun, um, for sure. I think it's going to be pretty high scoring, to be honest with you. Uh, so I do like James Conner, week two, coming back. He was really good last year with uh, Kyler Murray in the lineup, so... I expect him to now, kind of bounce there's back. There's no way they rushed him back in a lost season. Like, he's back so and, he wants to play. Yeah, and both these matchups are kind of middle-of-the-pack running defenses. Um, I think these are both good plays this week. So, yeah, I like Kurtz guys better. Just because. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would lean better. Kurtz guys. Yep. And then receivers, Troy's got Devontae Adams, Amari Cooper, and then Calvin Ridley. You said that you wanted Keaton Mitchell in over Calvin. We'll we'll get to that. Let's start with Devontae, who, like we said, did get targeted last week, 13 to be exact. Uh, Didn't score because it's the Jets, but, I mean, I could see a 30-point vintage Devontae game against Miami this week. Like, why not, you know? Especially because they're actually using him. I do get worried that it's going to be a more healthier Jalen Ramsey at this point in the season. Uh, no doubt. Um, so it's going to be tougher for Aiden O'Connell. Um, but yeah, if he's getting 13 targets, he's at his best, like a top five receiver, top three receiver in the league when he's going really hard, like doing really well. So he's fine. Amari Cooper is also playing really well lately because Deshaun Watson has started to play again. Um, and he's just a really good fucking receiver, Amari Cooper. So I, I, I really like both these guys this week. Um, Pittsburgh's defense is bottom six against wide receivers, and the Dolphins are bottom 12. So both pretty good matchups for Troy. And then, yeah, I don't hate the Keaton Mitchell idea. I mean, Calvin, I would be so sick of Calvin Ridley if I had him by now. Um yeah, and it's just like he's uh, killing he you. He might just kind of he's stubbornly be starting him just because it's like the season's lost and I'm not going to sit him at this point. I think point. he's just looking at the projected total and basing his decision off that. Um, you know, and the other part is Tyler Boyd without T. Higgins. Like, 
Yeah, that's does Boyd <sighs> not get in here as well. Boyd dropped a touchdown that would have won the game for them too. Yeah, that was a brutal. Huge, like, Thirty point week. And Tyler Boyd, like without T. Higgins in line, has been pretty good the last few weeks. He had that one down week against Buffalo, but yeah, I actually think Ugh. that might be the best because I could also I think, see yeah. him not going like back up Baltimore running back against the like, only issue is Keaton Mitchell is a home. Like you're Troy, you need this win. You need the home run. I don't know. I I would play Keaton Mitchell just for the home run play, but he's not going to do it against his team on Thursday night. No. Is what I was saying. So if if that's your mindset, I would go Tyler Boyd still, but to each their own. He also might have just not said it. It's Tuesday. If I were him, I, I'm playing. If you're if you want to be safe, Tyler Boyd is the better play. Feel you there. Feel you there. Um, on the other side, Curtis, Jamar Chase, DK Metcalf, Ayuk, just three-headed monster chase against Baltimore Metcalf Rams and then Ayuk Tampa Bay um I mean in order as far as who I'd like I guess Jamar Ayuk DK but uh DK somewhat is coming along decent game last week 12 targets so that's something I don't know if the Rams like we were saying before like play much defense at this point um, Do you consider Najee Harris? No. I, I think all three of these guys are good. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure you were going to say the right answer. No, I hate Najee Harris. Yeah, um, he's so bad. And then, like, even with Debo back, like, the, the San Fran offense just looked better. Like, And I think that benefits Ayuk despite um, Agreed. a different percentage of the target share. And Jamar Chase is a must start and should have a big Ayuk is, a, is an. A, definitive kind of target for them like in the red zone and he's just they use him really well he's he's really fucking good um i wouldn't mind if the giants tick stab trying to sign him in the offseason um, that. yeah um against tampa bay their defense is pretty good but i don't know tampa bay is kind of floundering a little down the stretch here tampa so they and the rams are both floundering you know yeah they're, I mean, they got to win last week. That was off of four straight losses, which is insane. Um, the Giants do that all the time, actually. I shouldn't be that surprised. But, um, yeah, uh, not a huge game for IU. I'm expecting this week. Uh, DK, he hasn't really had that gigantic week all year. He had a pretty good week last week. He's not scoring touchdowns. Um, he's not scoring touchdowns, and Geno hasn't been as good this year. Um, so that Geno Smith is elite with DK Metcalf stat from last year is starting to bite me in the ass this year. <laughs> it finally caught up. Yeah. Um, after 12 years, defense has finally figured out Geno Smith. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't love the ceiling here for Metcalf or Ayuk. Uh, in fact, I, Jamar Chase ceiling's high, but I, I lean Troy's kind of three guys over curtis this week i know that sounds a little crazy but i, I like adams crazy. and cooper i like adams and cooper a lot this week and then let's get to it uh hawkinson versus schultz <laughs> you got hawkinson <laughs> uh yeah is he good yet or no just one good week nope just another good week <laughs> <laughs> you like the boomers that was like his fourth one good week of the year <laughs> 
tight end one by a large margin. <laughs> You're like, besides weeks one, two, four, five, six, nine, and ten, like he's been bad. Yeah. So this this worked for the first six week of the weeks of the year, but now he's just been a monster. And Josh Dobbs clearly is going to go to him as the safety valve there. Um, I don't know if Justin Jefferson is back this week, if it cools him off a little bit, but yeah. Um, there's a gigantic <laughs> His next three games are Denver, Chicago, and Vegas, too. He's just going to pile up points. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is a, a gigantic gap for Curtis. I'll say it was a great trade by Troy, though. He got a quarterback in here, and Schultz is, like, respectable as a tight end. Like, well, because Stroud has been so good. Yeah. You know? So And I, tight ends have been so bad. So, he did, yeah. He I did mean, nice work there. Um, what was it, Goddard for Prescott? No, 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 it was Kincaid for Prescott. Kincaid Kincaid's Prescott. obviously been good, but he needed a quarterback. But Schultz has been serviceable, for yeah. sure. So um, I'm going Curtis, though. I like the receivers better, and I like Hawkinson better. I like the running backs better. I think it's Curtis all the way. I'm going to take Troy. You um, said you weren't going to. <laughs> you said unless it's a terrible pick, and I'm not taking Troy. We I know. I that. But now I'm watching, looking at the lineup, and I'm just like... Oh, uh, Calvin Ridley. No, no I, I... Start Keaton Mitchell, Troy. Just start him, please. Like, Jim Harbaugh, or John Harbaugh has been saying that he's going to get more touches this week. He's looked electric, and like, hey, there, I'm not going to lie. There's a chance that on the first play of the game, he runs so fast for an eight yard carry that he pulls his hamstring. Like that could a hundred percent happen. And I'll look like an idiot. But the flip side of that is like, he might go the fuck off and just absolutely carry you to a win this week. So I'm going to go Troy, honestly. All right. Fair enough. Before the main event, let's swing over to Muller and Trav two, six and four teams. Uh, Trav way more points. But uh, Muller coming on strong of late. So let's get into it. Trav got Mahomes against Philly. Mahomes in general has kind of let him down all year. Is this the week where he goes off? Um, we've talked about the Philly pass defense. He, he needs the 30-point week. This is the week. The, this is, this the, is week. the week. The last time he played a passing defense like this was against the Chargers, and he absolutely demolished them a few weeks ago. Um this is a huge week for Mahomes. The the downside of this for Travis is that Tua's got a pretty good fucking matchup this week too uh, with Las Vegas. So no doubt. Um, Mahomes, I'm expecting to have a gigantic week, but I don't think that Tua's far behind. Um, the Raiders have been playing better lately, but and Tua's kind of cooled down the last few weeks. Uh, don't get me wrong, um, but I. At home against the Raiders, off a bye, like you gotta expect a big week for him too. Yeah, I agree. I'd almost say the two is probably the favorite to score more points. Is he projected more? No, it is Mahomes. I I, I, I don't even look at projections really, if we're being honest. Especially while we're doing this, it just kind of fucks with my opinion and stuff. (laughs) No, I'm serious. I want to go in like just with my. I don't look at the. I don't look at the projected, but that's also why like the Keaton Mitchell thing with Troy before was like I don't care that he's projected six points. Like he's the best option, to be honest. Yeah, so we'll see. I, I think that's a pretty good quarterback matchup. Excited for that one. Running backs, Muller. He's gonna have all 
Eckler and then Pollard. Kamara's on the bye, so I don't think he's going to do the three running backs, right? Yeah. So that'll be... And Pollard's been burning. Like, it, he's, yeah, like, he's, he's got Dowdle. four, but, but Pollard's been burning him the last few weeks. Dowdle had 12 for 79 in a touchdown last week. Yeah, he was running all over the Giants. <laughs> like, he was having his way just fine. I mean, uh, even Pollard... It seems like they're going to start going for him. It seems like they're going to start... I was going to say, it seems like they're starting. They're going to start using Dowdle as their one, like, first down back, to be honest with you, and start getting them a little bit more carries. Oh, that would be pretty funny. Maybe start them both, Muller, see what happens. <laughs> Didn't he do that with Zeke and, and Pollard last year? Somebody did that actually. last year with Pollard yeah, and Zeke. Got a weird Cowboys thing going on. It was either Muller or Wells I that did it, it and they started Pollard and Zeke, and it was like it worked out for him because like Zeke got the goal line touchdown, and Pollard just had a crazy receiving week. Yeah. Regardless, yeah, Pollard should be good against Carolina, whose rushing defense now, is absolutely terrible. Yeah, if not now, I'm never playing him again. And then Eckler. well, probably because running backs are so bad, you have to. But yeah, Eckler uh, sucks at running between the tackles. I'll continue to say that they they can't run the ball <laughs> yeah, between the tackles. You, did you see the Chargers game or no? No, you said you didn't. Right? Uh, um, I saw he had like that one. It was like a thirty-yard run right to the outside. He had no, um, no, no. The there was a there was a when um what's his name Quentin Johnson scored the touchdown. They were at the one. They got oh, yeah. They were three times in a row. They got, got stuffed at the one three yeah. times in a row. And then had to do the play action. I remember that <laughs> I because dying. I I pointed at the screen. And I was like, "See, Wells can't run between the tackles." Yeah, they tried. Yeah, they tried everything. It was so funny. And I was chirping it in chat too. And then they hit Quentin Johnson. It's like they literally tried to run it three times in a row and couldn't get two yards. Hilarious. Yeah, funny stuff. But I mean, Eckler's still been good. Obviously, receives the ball. And yeah. then I think it's a it's probably a good start against Green Bay. On the other side, ETN and Brian Robinson. I mean, we gotta look at this because Travis has a bunch of guys. Because Mostert's gonna be back. And potentially Kyron, right? Or is Kyron next week? I have no idea. I don't have much tabs on that. Yeah, expects Ky- yeah Sean McVay expects Kyron to Oof. suit up versus Cardinals in Week 12. So who the fuck do you start here? Um... Do they play the Cardinals this week, Week 12? No, they play Seattle this week. So next week, next week. So he's got Brian Robinson, who he... Travis got fucking Brian Robinson, a wide receiver, or a running back one for Nico Collins, who's sitting on the IR for... Yeah, I don't Muller. know who the hell you start because I think Mostert's got to play against Vegas. I think Robinson's got to play against the Giants, and then Etienne's is coming off one bad week. Do you bench him? I think Etienne is staying in your lineup because he's so good all year. Um, Brian Robinson, I don't necessarily think you have to play against the Giants. I, I would play Mostert over him. Yeah, I think that's probably the two. But we'll see how the receivers look if one of them needs to go in the flex. But Brian Robinson's had two gigantic weeks and then a bunch of just meh weeks. A lot of like his where he is scoring done 10 in points. The, he had the the long long ass receiving touchdown yeah, exactly. this week. So yeah, I, I don't know. I I truly don't know what type of well, defensive effort we're gonna give. A chain's back. I'll just say that too. 
for Mostert. Yeah, but it didn't stop Mostert from dominating. No, it might actually year. be. It might be helpful for him that A Chain is back. Yeah. Because we expected Jeff Wilson to be good, and he's just been sucking. So like the A Chain Mostert duo might be really good. I, I think you put Mostert in over Brian Robinson. Um, but if Justin Jefferson's back, there's no shot I'm playing any of those guys in the flex over the receivers that Travis has available to him. So let's work the receivers because Jefferson's yeah. back, so he's playing. Then yes. you got Puka, Thielen, Godwin, Pittman's on the bye, so that makes that easier. Okay, so it's two spots for Thielen, Puka, Godwin. And Jefferson. Well, Jefferson is in, I'm saying. Oh, okay. Sorry. So wide receiver two in the flex for Robinson, uh, Godwin, Thielen, and Puka. I think I might do Robinson and Puka. Is that crazy? Uh, no, I was now that I'm looking at Godwin against San Fran I don't really love, and then Thielen against Dallas I don't really love. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. Thielen has cooled off the last few weeks. Yeah, in a massive way. And I mean... And you kind of think with Stafford back that Puka... Because he was, he was good even when Cup came back. He's just had down weeks the last few weeks. Um, you got to think that the, with Stafford back, they play a little bit better than the Rams. Um, I agree with you. I, I wouldn't play Godwin either because he hasn't been really playing well the last few weeks. Um He's been kind of meh all year, to be honest with you. Meh, but consistent. Like it's the same thing you're celebrating. On normal team, he would be a. Exactly on normal teams, he would be a good flex play. But Travis's team is stacked. Yeah, so that's my stance. I don't know if I'm exactly right. I'd have to think about it more. But um, I think I'm excited to see Jefferson back. That's that's one thing. Yeah, and I think. I think I agree with you. I would do Brian Robinson the flex, and then I would do uh, Nakua at wide receiver too. Um, damn, Travis got a lot of. No wonder he's lost some games this week. Just this year, just trying to figure out the start. Bench, yeah, yeah. Um, so. But yeah, I think I think we got that. So then on the flip side, how are we feeling about Muller's receivers? So yeah, he can't do the three running backs. So Debo and Dell are definitely playing. And then it's got to be Debo Judy. finally got involved, like, in the running game last week, like, getting a good touchdown in. It's got to be Judy over Quentin Johnston, right? Because T. Higgins is There's out. Nico Collins no is out. Chance. There's no chance of putting Quentin Johnston in my <laughs> yeah. lineup. It's got to be Judy, which is ugly, but... You know what I just real? Oh, T. Higgins is definitely out, but I just realized that Muller traded for Nico Collins when he had Tank Dell. And he yeah. could really use Brian Robinson this week. And he's going to play against Brian Robinson. Yeah, that's... Yeah. And Tank Dell wasn't... It's not like he came out of no, nowhere, nowhere. Like, he had good games early. He just got hurt. No, I know that's what I mean, but I can't believe you traded for another receiver on a team that you already had a receiver, like, stock in. Yeah. Come on. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? And you traded him to the best team in the league. It, it, it... 
I need receiver help, so let me start two receivers from the same team. Uh, yeah, oh, I was okay. trying to Never get mind. Pittman or something from Trout, like someone better. <laughs> like, you yeah. know he's got him. And, like, Nico Collins has been good, don't get me wrong, but he's only had, like, two gigantic weeks that are carrying him. Like, he's been a wide receiver three, like, flex play every other week. Um, God damn it, Mahler. You really fucked this up. Um, Tank Dell's a smash against Arizona. I like. Miller actually texted me who he was going to put in the flex. Sorry, let me look this up. My diamond Lena Lena flex going to be Higgins or Collins. Can't move them from the IR yet. So Higgins definitely isn't playing. So he's going to start two. So he's, he's actually going to start. Yeah, he's going double Texas receivers, and he's got. The- I like that better Let's than go. Judy. I like that better than Judy. I would start. Yeah, I would like that better than Judy as well. To be honest with you, this is electric, Muller. I You're love it. I love him, it. But now it's our favorite lineup of the week. It's just like we just made fun of him for it. I'm just like, I can't believe this is a thing that he thought about. And it's and then I have text proof that he's he's, he's definitely going to do. do it. Here's what he's going to do: yeah. Eckler in the flex. And then he's got Pollard and Rico Dowdle, <laughs> double Cowboy running back, and then double Texan uh, <laughs> receiver. That would be electric. Oh man, that would be electric. It would just looks yeah. so cool with their uh, with their pictures and their jerseys matching down the line. <laughs> <laughs> be so cool. Yeah. Oh man. Um, I don't love it, but hey, you do you. Uh, tight ends. Trey McBride was really good with. Um, with Kyler, that was kind of fun. Yeah, he, he he well, he had a, a big week two weeks ago too with uh, Dobbs's last game or whatever. Yeah, so, um, I mean, before he, he got he's traded, good. he was like the top ten in the compete with... class. So yeah, um, and he go doesn't. Away? Have... How did this happen? He got hurt. Okay. Ertz got hurt. Yeah, so so he doesn't have to compete with Ertz. So yeah, I love him with Kyler back. So he did find himself a pretty good tight end on the waiver wire for free. Yeah, good for him. And then to make up for Pitts. <laughs> yeah, he finally, he finally gave up on... Finally gave up on the Kyle Pitts experiment the poor 10 soul weeks into the year. takes him next year. Yeah. God bless. Um, and then Kittle had the long touchdown last week, which is kind of what Kittle does when he has his good weeks. Yeah. And he's had a lot of good weeks the last, like, six weeks in a row. Yeah, now. we kind of gave him the Hawkinson just one good week tag, and he's been Well, because he's good. a great... He's a great real life tight end because he does everything. But then, like, there is weeks where it's just like they're just going to run the ball down their th- down the throat of the other team. It's just like he's not going to be running a ton of routes. Um, so good, good tight end matchup this week for sure. So I'm taking Trav though. I, I like Mueller's lineup, but uh, I think Trav is better. Um, Travis is a wagon, but I'm just gonna go Muller because I that Houston the double Houston Texans receivers now is just too hysterical I to me. It. Like I, I just need it. I just need him to hit with like because the first thing Muller will do is he'll chirp both of us and be like, "See that worked." Well, you were the one who just went on a tangent, just hating the I trade. Know, well, it was a terrible. <laughs> I mean, I'm not backing off that sense. It was a terrible trade, but it's hilarious that it's going to happen. He's going to start both these well, it's guys part of together. His plan. <laughs> it's part of his like, plan. That would be me, like, like that would be me, like, I know I have Zay Flowers and Mark Andrews, but that would, like, be me, like, being like, all right, I want Odell Beckham and going to trade for Odell him? Beckham. He's available. No, I don't want Odell Beckham. I love my receivers on my team. All right. Let me know. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get into the podcast bowl. Me versus Poe. Yeah. Biggest, big, biggest matchup of the huge week. Huge implications. Yeah, gigantic. Huge, huge implications. We really, I really need this win. You need this. Five and six puts you in a lot of trouble. And you're dealing with buys? Like, what's going on yeah, here? You got some guys coming off the bye. a kicker. It's, can you set your lineup so I can see what you're going to do? I can't really. I need a tight end and a kicker. So, I mean, that's going to be empty. Oh, okay. But what about your, you're starting these, right? Oh, yeah, you can't change your lineup, I'm guessing? No, I, I can. We can work it down. Um, and I'll, I'll let you know my thought process. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Um, Josh Allen against the Jets. I'll, let me, I'll just talk Buffalo in general. It sucks how this is gone. Um, I have no choice but in my head to spin zone at that. Oh, they're going to come out firing now that someone knew. Now that they fired the Dorsey, but yeah. it wasn't his fault. Yeah, basically, that that's kind of my angle. That's my official He's going to be a giant next year. You know that, right? Whatever. Yeah. You can be an assistant. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind it, actually. But, yeah, the Jets are tough. Josh Allen struggled last time against them. I mean, he, he's been good fantasy all year. Obviously, a dud on Monday. Um, but He just turned the ball over a ton. Yeah, I mean, it was it was stupid fumble. It was like a handoff fumble, like a bad interception. Like it's, it, it was just pretty lazy fair. And it's only been two it. games all year without, a, without a turnover, which is insane. Yeah. But he still just scores a shit ton. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, Cause he's their offense. It's him and Diggs, and that's it. Yeah. And Diggs didn't have the good game, which is what killed me. But yeah, and he's mad. I, I gotta go with him. I gotta keep it riding. Um, not super confident. I mean, he's QB1. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'd be shocked if he has a huge week against the Jets. That's um, the just thing. Based I'll be happy with, like, 23. Been. I think I'll be fist-pumping. Yeah. I, I, I'd i be happy. If I were you, I'd be happy with 20 if he gets there against the Jets, to be honest with you. I, I need him to match Lamar on the other side. Yeah. Um, I like that your guy's going first on Thursday. So I kind of, so Josh can. But speaking of Lamar, like the last three weeks, like last week he didn't look good. Like he, in the second half of last week's game, they, the Ravens as a whole just played like shit. But the worry I have is like, they kind of beat down on Cincinnati earlier in the year. Um, and then you got this week where they're playing Cincinnati on short rest and, the last three weeks, Lamar has been shitty because, like, against Arizona and Seattle, like, they were just running the ball so effectively. He's only got you 10 know? touchdown passes, too. Yeah, they're just... Because when they get into the red zone, it used to be Lamar would run it in, you know? Yeah. And this year, they're just like, hey, hey, we just paid this guy $200 million. Like, like Gus Edwards maybe do let it. Gus Edwards <laughs> yeah. do it. You know? Maybe let this bum do it instead. Like, we know where to get the touchdown. So, he's lost value there. Um, needless to say, I mean, he should have a good week against Cincinnati. I can't imagine he's going to continue on this this stretch. Um, Trey Hendrickson might be hurt too they if he doesn't. Play and they really, massive. they really, really need this game. Like they, they really need this game. Um, and Bengals aren't that great against the quarterback. So I like Lamar this week to be fine, and I like him over Josh Allen just because his matchup is significantly easier. And then let's go running backs. You got Javante and A-Chain coming back. A-Chain's so scary. I'm not thrilled to see him. Javante, I could give two shits about. I mean, he's coming along, but... 
Dude, he's got <laughs> 30 and then 25 touches. Yeah, that's, that's got to stop. <laughs> I'm through with that. Do you have any I'm, thoughts on other running backs? I mean, you got to ride the hot hand, but Jerome Ford, Ford I have, anything? I have to keep Javante in. Jerome Ford is a good running back, and he's played well all year. It's just he's not getting the red zone carries. And, like, I need this week. So that's kind of the thought behind these two guys. Like, Javante's getting the carries. Minnesota's got a good rushing defense, but, like, starting Dobbs now. Um, Javante's been kind of doing well against good defenses in the last few weeks so yeah i i don't i don't hate javanta and then devon a chain it's like hey they they took sig- the time bringing him back he's healthy offense has not looked as good too without him in the lineup mm-hmm. moster hasn't looked as fresh jeff wilson jr was who i was worried about when a chain first started going off it's like wilson's coming back wilson's coming back but he's been absolutely terrible and salvan ahmed doesn't get burned either so like I love A-Chain back in this matchup. Coming off five weeks of rest, like they're going to want to get him some carries, and I think the Miami offense is going to look really good this week coming off the bye. Yeah, they're definitely scary. It's definitely a, a they're scary They're going to get the right time. Like they're, they, they got Jalen Ramsey back, A-Chain back. Like they're getting healthy at the right time, the, the Dolphins. Yeah, I still don't know how good the Dolphins are against like real teams, but... In and these bad of, teams, yeah. yeah. In terms of bad team beatdowns, they've done it consistently all year. So, yeah, I like them better than my guys. Which, um, let's swing over. I don't. I don't think I'm going to be doing three running backs. I think potentially James Cook is going to be the one I bench. I think I would play Jalen Warren over James Cook. I think it's. I think it's Jalen Warren and Brees Hall is going to be the. Those duo. are tough. Cook and Warren's matchups are tough this week, dude. Yeah, I mean, you got some tough matchups this week. You're playing Cleveland and the Jets. So maybe I leave Cook. I don't know. I don't know. That's three guys against the. I'm helping my opponent right now, but that's yeah. You I got know. you're three against the Jets. It's tough. You're getting fucked with your lineup. Like your well, I mean, matchups this week. That's what happens when you have three people on one team. Like if they play I mean, a good yeah. team, it's. The, the I've, I've had that happen plenty of times. I mean, yeah. listen, I had three against Denver, and I thought it was going to be a layup last week, so maybe it works out this week. But um, yeah, yeah, I got to figure it out. I, I think Brees is staying in. I know Brees has been kind of killing me. I had a chance to trade him as well, and I didn't. Um, listen, I he's their their star, and like he's looked good. No, he just he's needs a star, but I mean everyone knows it <laughs> he hasn't averaged more than four a carry since like week five yeah but Buff- buffalo's defense not that good they're bottom 10 they're bottom neither 11 was the raiders the neither was the chargers neither was the giants like that's true i mean he did get that touchdown against the giants though that was one it was like a screen pass in yeah. the lane. like if he didn't have that he, he had a mediocre game too it's his ceiling is just so much higher than all your other running backs. Yeah, though. He, so he's like playing, I, he's playing, but I, I think he's kind of him. as like good as Javante, which is not good. <laughs> like, you know, if a chain comes back in a full form, I would agree. I don't think you have a running back that can match him. I, I regardless, I don't like, 
And then I, I'm well, just Brees Hall two weeks ago, I said I would have said, yeah, he can match him. But Brees Hall right now is yeah kind of slowing down. Yeah, so don't love the running backs. That, like costly fumble or whatever, right? Yesterday, who did? Didn't Cook have like a stupid fumble he or play two, or some he shit? Had two. Um, yeah. So like, how much like they have Fournette? No, there, I mean they, 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 no Fournette hasn't gotten any burn. Uh, Latavius had he the was one in the last touchdown. week, I know. Yeah, so like, does Latavius start taking some of his role away? Like, I don't know. I mean, don't don't even put that do out you, there. <laughs> do you consider Daryl Henderson over any of these people? No, no Daryl Henderson. Right. I would do Ty Chandler if anything. Ty Chandler. How did you ha- you had him on your bench? Wow, that's a good call. <laughs> so I accidentally picked him up. I I thought it was Keaton Mitchell. I just saw purple and put like twenty bucks <laughs> on him. <laughs> You, you gotta listen to the last episode, but um, oh man! And then I was going um, nuts when he scored, and then now that Madison's out, like he might actually be a decent player. Uh, uh yeah, he's playing the worst running defense in the NFL. If Madison's out, I would play him over James Cook. Yeah, the running. I don't know backs, if I play him over J- the running backs. I don't know if I play him over Jalen Warren though. Jalen Warren's really good. Says so Cleveland, and that uh, it's TBD. Regardless, I think he got an edge. I, I don't. I don't. I don't have an answer, so <laughs> that's just kind of where I'm currently at. Um, receivers, you got Garrett Wilson, Mike Evans, and Lockett. Are those the three you're going with? Yeah, Zay Flowers is going to be parked on the bench just because. The only consideration I'm having is if I want to play Jerome Ford over Lockett because I don't necessarily need the. I don't think I need a huge ceiling week so like do i take like the 10 guaranteed points with ford over the boom bust of lockett but like it's hard to bench lockett because the last three weeks he's been really involved in the offense um so i think i'm committing to these three um garrett wilson just continues to be a monster like he's just the best fucking receiver on the jets by far and he does get a ton of targets. It's just he does not convert any red zone targets. They're just so bad. They have they should have had 21 points last week against the Raiders in the first half, and they just can't convert in the red zone. So it's tough. I expected him to be like a wide receiver, top five wide receiver this year in the NFL, and like I'm happy that he ha- isn't killing me to say the least. And then Evans has been really good. I, I mean, that's fun. Do you expect that against San Fran or? Yeah, their secondary is terrible. He's gonna continue to have kind of good weeks. He's he's hasn't killed me yet. Um, he's had like one or two down weeks all year, and he's just been kind of popping off. He's in a contract year, and he's Baker's favorite target. Um, so yeah, I think he's fine, especially against the San Francisco passing defense. That's kind of been ass. Um, the last few weeks. And then you talked about Lockett, and I'm not really going to weigh in and push you one way or the other. I'll let you kind of fumble that yourself. But um, um, yeah, there's a potential Lockett absolutely burns me, but we'll see. Let's hope. Um, I'm probably going to start him though. It's just hard to bench him, uh, considering how good he's been, kind of two of the last three weeks. Yeah, and then on my side, Diggs with all the drama, his brother tweeting, not great. I'm I'm literally just hoping for a Raiders type of thing where it's let's force feed our number one guy targets based on the dissatisfaction and just kind of simplifying going to your stars when a new coach comes in. And I mean Diggs has been yeah. good all year. 
besides yesterday. Um, they were just so good against receivers. Um, yeah. He was in the first matchup, and he is Stephon Diggs. Like, he's a great receiver. So. Yeah, he still had 26 the first time. You'd like, limit maybe his ceiling, but I wouldn't be too concerned at all he's about playing. him. He's playing. Waddle is also going to play against Vegas. Just kind of going to go with my stars here. Not going to bench Waddle. Going against the... A secondary I mean, that this should be a it's time it's time week. to go. I, it's yeah. time for both these guys to go. I was liking what I was, yeah. saw, was seeing out of Waddle um, before the bye, and then it was Kansas City week that game, which they just kind of didn't do anything on offense, but they should be ready to go. Um, so they're both going to be in. Like I said, I and don't think. How, what do you do with the flex? Flex is either third running back, Pickens. I don't have the balls for more just yet, but I think Rondell Moore is a decent stash with Kyler back. He got eight targets last week, and if they want to get him in some like jet sweeps and stuff, it's tempting against Houston, if I'm being honest. But Is it just because of that Gannon like, meme before yeah, the season? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Boom explosives. <laughs> Pickens is just tough. Uh, he just doesn't. They don't throw him the ball much, and you're just kind of shitting your pants when he's at 2.6 for the whole game. Like, Yeah, now that Deontay's back, he's been getting significantly less burn in the passing really game. Fun. And he also just has no favor with the coaches because he's such an asshole. He's a huge prick. Um, so it's tough. Tough for me to start pickings, but... Yeah, you got a tough choice in the flex here. I'm not helping yeah. you at all. No Odell either. Um, although the touchdown was kind of hype. But yeah, I gotta figure it out, and then I gotta figure out tight end as well, and then you got Andrews, so that's very scary as well. Last um, week he fucked me though; like he's been great all year, like, but that was he's had two bad weeks all year, and and unfortunately he had the bad week in the week I needed it the least. So yeah, so um, Jason Hill was a good pickup though, a tight end. It's just you're kind of getting fucked with the bye week, and last week Jameis was in for the second. For yeah, once, the once second half. he had two. We didn't talk really about Jameis. We didn't talk about Jameis. Okay, so even I mean, though Taysom Hill's out, can we talk about the game? Yeah, yeah, but um, dude, Jameis just typical Jameis. We it was like awesome. we were all laughing. Just two touchdowns. His second touchdown he threw was like the, the worst field. decision. It was so funny, <laughs> just the worst decision it. ever. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, the and he just like catch was sick it, too. Yeah, yeah, the with his toe drag in the back of the end zone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jameis is back. They should start him. He's a. I think he's a much better option than Derek Carr. <laughs> I mean, for us as the viewer, I don't yeah. know. I, don't know I mean, coach, hey, listen, listen. They scored game. more points with Jameis in the second half than they score with Carr. You know, like they scored sixteen points pretty easily. It's just his interceptions are back breaking. Yeah, so. it's great. It's just—it so, was just the best thing you could have it, asked for. It really for. Like, was very exciting to see. He looks like a fucking great play and starter, and then he's just like, "Oh yeah, I forgot he does that." <laughs> yeah. I wish the Jets got him, and like he was starting this whole time. It would have been so funny. Yeah, they should have traded for him, but I, apparently Aaron Rodgers was like adamant that they do not trade for another quarterback. Uh, behind the scenes is what I was reading. I mean, they got Simeon, so. Yeah, but he, like that another because like another quarterback to compete, you know, for a starting job. Well, that's dumb. If that's true, but. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like something the Jets would do. How are you picking yourself? 
I mean, yeah, I have to. Because you're not going to pick me, right? Like you're, you I really want to, yourself. but I mean, I'm not going to do I, I think you're going to win, but I'm, I'll still pick myself. Um, that makes the... If I, if I win this week, I, I've the just standings lost all, are... I've just lost all confidence in my in my team these last two weeks after everything was going so well. Listen, if the Bills win this week, they're back on the wagon. Yeah, I know, but 6-5 and five is just scary. Like, I might miss playoffs and... This, it'll be a nice collapse. Not that I was like running away with it, but it's not a. There's a lot of, and, and the worst part is like the four and six teams and Rasp and Steve are very good. Like they have good teams, so it's like yeah. There's kind of no easy games on the schedule. Like the only easy games on the schedule are uh, Tom and Troy. Tom already beat Tom. One of Tom's wins. Tom also has a good team. He dropped at three like one sixty on me. I, I think I say he this every week. From the, he got fucked Justin Fields like the first few weeks of the season, um, and then Corey just uh, sitting at seven and he three. Wants, like it's man. insane. It sucked. <laughs> it sucked so bad. Yeah, you can't even talk shit about it. I I just did. Yeah, at first I was like, oh Warren and. Uh, Addison bat, trading blows, and then I was just like not even texting him. I was like, all right, I'm gonna go to the gym and not watch the four yeah. <laughs> I'm chilling. Um, but yeah, let's get into the NFL picks, and then we don't have to do much talking Giants, but I'm sure we'll get there. Anyway. I don't want to talk Giants that much at all, but we have to go. Uh, go with your first pick. <sighs> all right. Um, hold on, I gotta pull up. The- the lines from BetMGM. No free ads. Um, I could go first if yeah. you're pulling it up. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I've been riding the unders all year. However, this is an over I cannot pass up. I love it a lot. Give me the Arizona Cardinals, Houston Texans over 47.5. Um, I think both teams get to 24 easily. I think it's fun. It's indoors. It's summery. And. I expect a track meet and a very good game. So over forty-seven and a half there. Uh, I'm gonna go with my favorite pick of the week, which is Chiefs minus two and a half. Um, at home in Arrowhead against the Eagles, I'm shocked that the Chiefs are two only two and a half point favorites. To be honest with you, um, I'll d- give you a hustler line. Good to seventeen is what he was saying all weekend at the LSU game as we were all sweating out the last fucking drive of the game where Florida almost scored after converting a third and 30. So yeah, I like the chiefs a lot this week. Um, I think they should demolish the Eagles. The Eagles are finally get what's coming to them is what my thought is. Let's hope. Let's hope. I, I do like that, but not going to take it. Um, instead, I'm going to go with another over. I'm going to go over in Miami-Vegas, over 46.5. I think Miami will just do their part to score 35 pretty easily, and then the Raiders have been frisky enough on offense, and Miami, they, they'll, they'll allow some points in garbage time. This is 35-14, that's A-OK with me, um, but we're going over in the Miami game. Tua with the running backs Ooh. back. 12-point favorites, wow, that's shocking. Um, okay, I'm going to go with over 42 in the Cowboys-Panthers. Um, actually, no, fuck. No, 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 no. 
not I'm not doing that. Uh-huh. Sorry. I can't do that. I can't. I, I can't. I was just thinking just about like, are you dipping your toes and just, just that. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was I was just thinking about what that entailed and I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. I'm gonna go with the the other pick I wanted. Uh Titans I'm gonna take Titans plus six and a half uh on the road against the Jaguars. It's just I don't know, the Jaguars haven't looked that good the last few weeks. Titans aren't good, but divisional matchup, uh they always kind of play pretty close. I'm just going to take Titans six and a half. Next up for my last one, um, this is like the rat line to me. Uh, it doesn't make a ton of sense, but at the same time kind of does. Home dog, give me the Rams at plus one against the Seahawks. They whooped them week one. Um, the Seahawks have obviously played much better ball since then. Stafford back at home. Division opponent they know well, and they already beat them. Um, I'm surprised Seattle's not favored by more points, so I think Vegas knows something. So I'm going to ride with them. Rams plus one, or pick them, whatever we need. Or I'll do one so I can get the push. I have have Rams minus one, but it doesn't matter. I mean, it's the same shit, isn't it? Uh, I mean, not really. Want to just do pick? That way, it's fair. Um, yeah, do a pick 'em. Rams yeah. pick 'em. How how is a oh so if it's like seventeen eighteen, it still pushes. Well, yeah, it's you just mean? to push like the it's just to like push that. the other way if if you see minus yeah. one. So I know I'm on the right side if it moves two points. Then so. I hate this line to be honest with you, but I just. Uh, <sighs> The Steelers aren't aren't good. I, I don't know. They're just not good. Browns minus four. I don't know if you have a different line, but yeah, I'm going to take Browns minus at. four. Tomlin is a dog. Um, are you sure? Divisional. Yeah, it's just dude. The Steelers aren't fucking good, and the Browns the first time they played smoked them, and they're at home this time. Um, I, I don't know. Do I have that right? They did. They smoked them earlier in the year, didn't they? I don't remember. <laughs> it was week two. I remembered. Oh no, they lost. Fuck. <laughs> what game did? Who did? Oh, they smoked the. Like... They smoked the Bengals week one. Yeah. All right. Was, well, I'm gonna. I'm still gonna game. ride with it. I'm still gonna ride with it. The Browns are better than the Steelers. Um, I like them at home. Uh, fuck. There, there's just no way the Steelers can keep doing this, right? Right. I don't care. They, they may. <laughs> I don't know. I think they just. Keep getting lucky. I, I, I don't know. The Browns' defense is just so... I, I can't imagine Kenny Pickett having a good game against the Browns' defense again. Yeah, no, Ugh. I mean, I, I can't... He never does have a good game. They've been outgained every single game. <laughs> He's one game his entire career where he moved through more than one passing touchdown. Yeah, so... That's disgusting. Yeah, actually, this was a this was like a Monday night game where the Steelers had like multiple pick sixes. I beat Trev because yeah. they the, he had Pittsburgh defense get like thirty points, and they randomly got a minus two at the very end, and I won by a point. Oh yeah, this yeah, this was I, the game where Nick Chubb destroyed his leg. This too. was the Nick Chubb destroyed his leg. Oh game. no, <laughs> bad vibes. But yeah, you're locked in. You're keeping it. Yeah, I'm locked in. Keep them Browns minus four. They're I, I, they're better. They're just better than the Steelers right now. And then I guess Giants really quick. Um, fully, they need to keep losing. 
This is a little scary because we just kind of own the commanders all the time. I still, we should still lose. Um, DeVito is super DeVito's incompetent. But it's like, I'm a little... The commanders like don't have a D-line anymore. They traded away both edges. Billy, like, Are we going to run the ball and accidentally win? I'm, I'm serious. No, I'm saying this is a bad thing. I don't... The line seems high, if we're being honest. You can't you can't possibly bet on Tommy DeVito, but it's uh it's interesting. We need to keep I losing. Had a conversation. We need to get back. What's up? I had a conversation with Tom when we were down there and he was like we were all like talking about how the spread was seventeen and a half and I was like I would take the Cowboys seventeen and a half in a heartbeat. And like he was like, well, what would you take the Giants at? Like when would and like we kept going up like twenty and a half. I told him it couldn't be it couldn't be high enough. And I was like, right. yeah, I was like, I was like, I wouldn't even start considering the Giants so until 30. it was like twenty. I was like twenty seven and a half is where I'd start considering the Giants, and I'd still take the the Cowboys. Like the only way they would cover twenty seven and a half is if the Cowboys decided for some reason to fucking actually take their foot off the gas. Correct. You know. Like they with Cooper Rush, they were throwing a thirty yards downfield. Like, I don't know. Yeah, Giants are bad. We're we're gonna get uh, we we're gonna get a quarterback, and Dable and Shane or Shane are gonna get like one more year to really show they're developing because the defense is developing. The offense is a fucking it's mess. Hard, they it's can hard fix to the even offense. See it though. It's tough. Like. It's such a delicate thing because we need to lose seven more games, but it's like the questions are starting to pour in. Like after the games, like he's getting drilled at the at the stand. Like the players are bitching a bit. Like it's yeah, but he, it's he hard to really see. Lost, I know. I I just don't know what seven more losses are gonna do, and if that's just irre- irreparable. Um, that's the scary um, thing. I, I, th- I think there happens, needs, to be, a, there needs be. to be a win sprinkled in like while we maintain a top two pick, which I think is very possible. If they beat the commanders this week with DeVito, then they can lose out for the rest of the year. Yeah, I, I'd almost even wait on the win. I think maybe beat, the, beat someone else. Because I, I also learned that head-to-head doesn't matter in draft because we passed the It's Cardinals. strength of schedule, yeah. Yeah, strength so schedule. we could beat the Pats or something. I don't, I don't know. know. I just, after the game this weekend, I'm just dreaming of Marvin Harrison Jr. at three and then Jaden Daniels we trade back into the first with our two second-round picks. You keep saying and... that. There's no way they're going to, like, wait on quarterback, like, Teams will always prioritize the quarterback. And no, get the guy. only way we get Marvin Harrison is if Drake May isn't there, which I don't expect Drake May and Caleb Williams to be at three. So, like, if we don't have a top two pick, I we're not going to we get either be, of those guys. According to, like, ESPN and, like, their analytics, we have the top shot at number one despite um, Carolina needing to have to lose twice or win twice, which I, I looked at their schedule. I don't see a ton of, like... There's winnable-ish games because they're in the NFC South, but yeah, I mean they're not good at all. So, <laughs> dude, Jaden Daniels is also going to shoot up draft boards like in the off season, like Anthony Richardson did. You know, maybe. I mean, Richardson I was more so. I think it's kind of the opposite. Richardson was no production, and then combine free. Yeah, JD Daniels is probably all production, and then 
You gotta just watch the highlights against the Florida game this weekend, All right. and you're just gonna be like, "Holy fuck!" I promise. Watch them after this podcast and text me what you thought. All right, I promise. We'll do. Um, but yeah, the Giants are just terrible. I, I just want the season to be over so like we can I get keep like some to young be over. pieces. There's so much time left. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was talking to but, Russ, though. I'm enjoying the other sports. Get into hockey. The Nets. The Nets won a big in in season tournament game today. Against the Magic, I don't no, know. No, it's tuned into it's that. football. It's football. It's I've just been watching college football a lot more this year to just numb the pain. It's it's been bad. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not out on Dable and Shane though, because like you all of his draft be. pieces, we need, we need consistency. His draft pieces have over. hit. It's like his only bad draft blunder was Evan Neal. His only bad contract is Daniel Jones. Like all the other contracts he signed have been pretty fine. big mistakes though. Like a top ten pick and a hundred. Um, well, we don't even know if, like, contract. you know, what if, what if we get a different offensive line coach and we get a better guard, like, or if we move him inside, yeah, there, you know, there's, like, he's there's the improvements to be made, and yeah, like I, I don't think we're the worst team in the league, like, this... and the defense is developing. Like, I know the defense is getting getting crucified the last two weeks, but it's like they literally are just on the field the entire game no, they, like, what do you expect they competed their day? asses off against the jets and bills and like in several other games they did well against the Seahawks, it's just you can't keep like, it up like it's that's not sustainable it's very 100%. hard like the jets the jets are like struggling to like if the jets just scored like 20 points a game i think i actually looked this up the other day like it was like the broncos last year where like if they just scored um 20 points let me see. yeah if they I scored 20 points a game the jets would be let's see They'd be one. Or sorry. Uh... <laughs> Holy shit! They they would be like six and four right now. What are or they, six five, and three. Five, sorry. Or... <laughs> they're five and four. They're four and five. So they'd be oh. they would be have two more six wins. and four with just with twenty points though. Yeah. Twenty four points. It, it they're uh, seven and two. I think it is so. Or seven and three, so it, I don't know. If they had Aaron Rodgers, this team is so good. The Jets, oof. Next year, next year. At least we get to see how bad the Giants were with Daniel Jones. Like we know that we wouldn't have been good with a, a yeah, quarterback. Yeah, I mean we hit rock bottom, but then him going down is a blessing in disguise because we actually are going to lose all these games, and then also, yeah, there's no doubt in your mind that you're making the move. But yes. it still is sad, and like I, it doesn't suck because I'm not mad on Sundays, but it does suck just having nothing. To, like I don't wake up and I'm like, oh, the Giants play today. I'm just like, oh, it's red zone, and I hope my fantasy team wins. It, it's just not the same. Yeah, it's not the same juice as last year, where it's like fantasy was kind of the second fiddle. You know. Agreed. But we'll see. I I have I'm not out on them. The draft is gonna be so. fun. I've been I've been reading a lot of mock drafts, trying to familiarize myself with the prospects, and I think it's like 100, watch, 160 um, days away. You got it. Yeah, yeah. We got to figure it out between Drake May, Caleb Williams, and Jaden Daniels and Penix. Got plenty like who, of time. Plenty of time. We need me, me, you, and Tomo need to be in lockstep. And hey, uh. 
I would also want to trade back into the first for Roma Dunze. Um, he's fucking a monster. So he's gonna go pretty early. He's very good. He's gonna go top ten probably. Yeah, he's very good. <laughs> There's gonna be like eight receivers going in the first round. It's pretty crazy. That's the guy I want. We'll see. We'll see. All right, guys. Thank you for listening as always, and um, enjoy the games this week. And we'll talk to you. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye bye. Get in the dark, but you were there in front of me.